7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And folks, you are going to want to stick around for the entire show tonight because I'm going to reveal my DNA results from 23andMe right here on this program. Only two other people on this earth know what the results are and they shall remain nameless well one of them susan uh, <laughs> okay three other people on the face of the planet three no no wait five hold on i, I did tell some people at work today uh, five other people on the face of the planet sorry dad if you're already listening i wanted you to hear on the show have some fun with it um but uh yes i got my 23 and me results uh in uh over the weekend and all will be revealed later in the show. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get Maury Povich in here to say, Kenneth, you are the father. Um, I don't know. No, no, different kind of DNA test. Anyway, welcome to the show. Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, who said about getting his DNA results. Yeah. <laughs> They're all from Italy. <laughs> no, I you never I, I know. Never you never know. No, I, I guess not. Like I said, there's. I said before there was some um, some Spanish and Greek legend to be in our family somewhere along okay. the line. So Spain and Greece, you know, might get a smatter here and there. So yeah, little never dabble, know. little dabble, do you? A dabble, so, a dabble of Spanish, little, a dabble of added spice Greek. to that Italian food. Yeah, so. a little Spanish spice, a little Greek <laughs> pastry. Some tahini, yeah. a bunch of just dump a bunch of tahini on spaghetti. Oh no, put tahini on pizza. Rain would like that. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Swamp, the Bubble. Noted fan. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Noted fan of exotic <laughs> toppings on pizza. <laughs> tahini on pizza. Why not? Use that for Thank the sauce. God, you call yourself a Sicilian? How about, no, I don't, actually. You call yourself Italian? What? What? I, I don't call myself Italian. Actually, I call myself American. But, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, tahini does not belong on pizza, people. <laughs> How about meatballs? How about meatballs? That's acceptable to me. Okay. All right. Okay. We're going to start I, out, we're going we're gonna to throw down this early. What about, what about, let's kick it up a little bit. What about a spicy meatball? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. As long as that's a Swedish meatball. That doesn't go. Oh, oh okay. well, now we hear his limits. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> the, oh, so this the is The worm has turned. Ah. 
so he does have limits, does he? <laughs> well, you know what? I got to tell you, th- this is a show full of surprises tonight because uh, speaking of balls, everybody, it's a. Uh... <laughs> everybody are you ready for the sports news here on turn up the night with kenny pick okay this is really exciting i i'm i'm pleased to bring you this story everyone uh everybody familiar with the uh, reese mcguire from the blue jays uh no oh oh reese yeah, mcguire sorry. i mean uh, apparently this guy handles ball handles the ball pretty well uh or at least a couple balls maybe ish something else too uh blue jays reese mcguire allegedly masturbated in parked car before arrest uh, oh <laughs> well okay that <laughs> gives uh play ball a whole new meaning so <laughs> joe you you seem uh-huh. stunned you seem stunned joe no what, because what? it's not the first i've heard of this um, Oh, okay uh, no uh, um because um there was a, a famous Yankee pitcher. Yankee? <laughs> Yankee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. He yanked and then he pitched. Well, when he didn't pitch, he yanked. But, uh, oh, my goodness. In the bullpen. Well, I'm saying he might have pitched something else after he yanked is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, it was... It was... Uh, it, 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 was <laughs> it was rumored that... Uh, yeah, it's, did you ever hear of Tommy John surgery? <laughs> no. I have. Okay. Well, do you know Tommy John surgery is because you're there's a tendon in your elbow and you know and your arm that sometimes rupture and they take one out of your leg and put it in your arm and mm. you can pitch again. It used to be uh, debilitating. Now it's common surgery in sports. Sports. So, and it was named after. Uh, the player that pioneered it, Tommy John, but <laughs> he also was rumored to be yanking his yanker in the bullpen <laughs> when he wasn't pitching. There you go. So yeah, so this we got a new guy. New guy might need surgery soon. Blue Jays Matt Reeves, uh, Reese rather. Uh, yeah, so this is from TMZ Sports. Uh, let's see. TMZ has obtained a police report from McGuire's arrest. And cops say a witness told them the Blue Jays catcher had been masturbating in his parked car before they arrived on the scene. According to the report, cops say after they rolled up in the parking lot, they saw McGuire with his shirt barely covering his genital. His shirt? Uh, and his sweatpants around his ankles. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my goodness. They claim, my, my, my. They claim in the report when they got McGuire out of the car... He had an erection, which was very apparent. His, his parent was there? Um, <laughs> very. Jeez. It's very, very apparent. So that's the problem. You have to go in the bathroom so your parents don't know what you're doing. Cops say McGuire apologized to them profusely for the incident, saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, this is really embarrassing. Cops say McGuire added, I really shouldn't have been doing that. 
You think? Really? I really shouldn't have been doing that. Well, maybe not in public. Yeah. Not, maybe yeah. not outside of the confines of your home or apartment or yeah, hotel home. room. Or yeah. If you're home, it's okay. By yourself or... In the report, cops claim when he when they got McGuire's phone to try to find his current address, they noticed an extremely pornographic video was playing on the screen. Officers say oh. they asked Reese why he came to the parking lot instead of just going home. McGuire responded that he didn't know. It just seemed like a good place. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, and so who called police on him? Wait what? Wait, 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 okay, Joe. What did you say? Who did? Who called the police who on him? Called the police. Yeah, like. Um. Does he see him doing this, or? Well, he was in a parked car. It's pretty easy to see what people are doing in parked cars if they don't have tinted windows, or cover themselves with a snuggie or some of some sort. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> sticky snuggie, sticky snuggie. Oh boy, uh, but Rain, what were yeah. you going to say? You were. Uh, I'm just not sure how this is sports. Oh, well, it's sex unless, with the person you love the most. Okay, unless masturbation is sport. Could be, if you do it right. Oh, Joe. Well, well, I'm just saying, you know, it's... I mean, we're learning... sporting events. We're learning about the lifestyles of sports celebrities. Oh, I don't... Yeah, like I said, uh, Tommy John was uh, rumored to uh, quite often... Take out his Tommy penis. has John. Oh, Joe. we are not even ten minutes into the show. I know, Joe. but it's been a long Don't time. Say you know, penis in this house. But you yeah, hear so they say, huh? Pardon me while I whip this out. Oh, now you're now you're making me work. <laughs> yeah, he is. I am. Well, he's sitting back, and I should I, don't I should know have what keep... Joe is doing. I'm calling the game just like Excuse a catcher. Excuse me while I yeah, whip just like this out. John. Did he have a catcher? Yeah, his right hand. <laughs> well, I'm assuming... That's what, he gives, that's, that's what he gives his signals with. I mean, Tommy John was a left-handed pitcher, right? Tommy John was a left-handed pitcher. That, see, can I get some credit for that? Saying, for yeah, what? with his right hand. He was catching it. No, he he was. Uh, I don't know. You all are it's not too much. Filthy enough. No, it's too much already. It's, it's too much. It's already. But Tommy John's masturbatorial uh, exploits were were famous in baseball, or infamous. Were they? Yes. Were they really? Yeah, were they really? Yeah, it was quite quite known. It was a. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, sort of, yeah. there's our sports story for tonight. Yeah, wow, get... it's nice. It's a really <laughs> nice story. He had to get his tendon fixed because he used his arm too much. Yes, because he... God damn it. Eventually because he, he a... yanked <laughs> off too much with his left hand and he caught it with his right hand, so he's a pitcher and a catcher. Uh, so, uh... And he hold. broke his tendon. Yeah. Something like that. He snapped it. I see it. a denial. Snapped well, it right happens. You know, it's that or go blind. Could I do it till I need glasses? <laughs> oh, bobber. Bobber. <laughs> it's a swing and a jizz. Oh, bobber. <laughs> bobber. 
how do you expect me to read that? How do you expect me to read that filth on the air? Uh, you just did. So. Oh my God! I forgot we were on the air. Oh, Bobber. Uh. <laughs> I love that. It was a strike in jizz. All right, swing. swing. <laughs> Swing images. A few swings. <laughs> swing images. A bunch of swings. Gosh. Uh, so yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, now uh, on to the cooking portion of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no. Yeah. Jizzed <laughs> cooking. Well, I just is it is it is a I don't know a seafood boya base. Uh, actually, uh, it's seafood bouillabaisse pizza rain. Um, God damn you. <laughs> okay, this is awesome. I saw this story on my buddy Mort's timeline today. Uh, and this is from AIWeirdness.com. Uh, and uh, I'll share the link here momentarily. But, um, okay, the, I had a, the, the name of the article, this is hilarious. I love this. All right, follow me here. AI plus vintage American cooking, a combination that cannot be unseen. And I'm not sure how, how old this story is. I think it might be new, but it's probably old. I don't know. But it says, a week ago, in a sudden fit of terrible judgment, I decided to find out what would happen if I, and let me see, let me see who this, uh, if I can find out who the author is here. Um, I, uh, I cannot, um... And Powell, what? Okay, they, they have a... My book on AI is out. Let's see what the name of the book is here and mm. who wrote it. Janelle Shane. Okay, Janelle Shane writes this article on artificial intelligence. But this is what she did. She says, um, I asked people to help me collect examples of the worst, the weirdest, most gelatinous recipes that American cooking has to offer. Then trained a neural net to imitate them people submitted over 800 recipes in all including such recipes as beef fudge contains marshmallow <laughs> contains marshmallow chocolate chips and ground beef that Cir sounds delightful circus peanut jello salad also contains crushed pineapple and cool whip and tropical fruit salad contains banana grapes, a can of cream chicken soup. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, lemon lime salad also contains cottage cheese, mayonnaise, and horseradish. Oh, God damn it. Aye. So, Aye. so 800 recipes like that. As I watched this uh, data set coalesce, much as one might uh, watch a speeding dumpster begin to spin out of control, I began to approach the state I dreaded. All the recipes began to seem normal. Shrimp and grapefruit, fruit, lemon jello, citrus seafood is a thing. Chili sauce, lemon jello, cottage cheese, mayo. Well, it's not it's not sweetened jello, so uh, I began to wonder if would actually be able if I'd actually be able to tell the difference between the neural net recipes and the real thing. Jello was supposed to be uh, uh, easy to prepare after all maybe through repetition in advanced neural net like gpt2 would learn how to make basic jello and then anything it would decide to chuck in there would be technically reasonable maybe it would even coalesce and uh <laughs> on an ideal form one that distilled human invention down to its essentials now as it turns out here's a neural net recipe all right 
the first one is called Fair and Moose. Like a street fair and a moose, the animal. Fair and Moose. Three cans of crab meat drained and cut into half quarters. <laughs> one, and a half, one and a half cans green beans chopped. One tablespoon grated onion, one can uh, condensed cheddar cheese soup, one one fourth cup cottage cheese, one fourth cup brown sugar, two tablespoons of mustard, one teaspoon dry mustard, one and a half teaspoons onion salt, three quarters cup lettuce leaves, <laughs> one half large cucumber quartered, and one th- three fourth ounce package of green jello drained. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, you see how it's ai because it gets a lot of things wrong like you know um what, what was it quarter the cans of crab meat well, no you don't quarter cans of crab meat you don't drain jello and i, lo- I was wondering how you drain jello yeah the, was, the, yeah. yeah so the ai gets things you know a little mixed up here but i love the directions one and in, remove all internal rinds <laughs> Two, prepare crab meat according to package directions. Three, transfer to a bowl of ice cold water and chill. <laughs> uh, four, remove all internal rinds again. <laughs> uh, prepare cottage cheese according to the package directions. Pour in crushed ice and devolve, uh, dissolve one devolve that's about right dissolve is right yeah one and a half cups <laughs> oh yeah pour in crushed ice and dissolve one and a half cups boiling water <laughs> uh so, stir stir the cheese with the crushed ice for about four to five minutes pour in lightly spray, pour into lightly sprayed two cup mold chill for four hours unmold and fill with crab mixture serve with brown sugar and mustard garnish with cucumber chill <laughs> <laughs> I love these. So, yeah. see, this is what's going to happen when when the Terminator starts being a chef. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, well, listen to this. Oh, Rain, here you go. Here's a cocktail for you. This is an AI cocktail. It's called wow. the Magnitude Collar. <laughs> like a collar that you would wear around your neck, the magnitude collar. That sounds yes, terrifying. Please, please do continue. It, um, <laughs> I don't know where it, where it got this, but it is AI, so it has access to other stuff too. But it says lasers give you the chance to ascend a string of dazzling ball bearings. If you remove them quickly enough, you will be towed for a jolly good time. What? <laughs> okay so here's here's the ingredients for your magnitude color one and a half ounce flat glass one and I a half a lot of them in my cabinet one and a half yes. ounce block of chocolate and salt <laughs> okay, well the garnish the garnish is great one fourth ounce kentucky bourbon chopped in <laughs> one half one half package Splenda what? a half a package half a package of Splenda it says directions blend all ingredients thoroughly and turn them into fine molds secure with rollers oh that glass I know that glass blends so well 
Oh yeah, flat glass especially. Uh, I love this. I love this though. This one. Oh my god, this is the best name for a recipe ever. Eels in silence. Huh? <laughs> eels. What? Eels in silence. Um. Yeah, I guess, you know, maybe Eels in Darkness would be, uh, you know, good too. So, uh, where's my. Oh, I've misplaced it. Anyway. Uh, eels in Silence. Here, here's Eels in Silence, okay. Um, one, one half pound butter, <laughs> one egg beaten, three firm tomatoes, six ounce. Six ounce. It says six ounce. Parenthetically, two pounds sardines. <laughs> I love this. Wait, is it six six ounces or two pounds? I, it's I, apparently the robot thinks it's both. Um, oh, and, and oh, I love this cooked lacy bacon. You guys like lacy bacon? Um, yeah, I, uh, I've never seen it. And now two hard boiled eggs. All right. And I love this one: potato chips or floating get butter. <laughs> floating what butter? Get butter, as in retrieve butter. Get G E T. Yeah. Oh. So I thought it was cat butter, like so potato chips, cheese. like dog cheese. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, get butter. Uh, and then the the instructions for eels and silence is: melt butter and remove from heat. Add egg, then thoroughly folded. Add mayonnaise. Didn't call for mayonnaise. Put in a covered container, chill until firm. In warm weather, in salt as directed on tin. Serve with potato chips or floating get butter. <laughs> Eels in silence. It didn't tell us what to do with the sardines. So. <laughs> no, the sardines left town. They were like, I am not no. going to be a part of this. You either want six ounces of us or two pounds, one or the other, but well, you can't have both. I'm not going to read them all. If you guys want to visit and look at some of the recipes yourself, you can. Um, uh, but the, uh, I, I like this one. Aqua bunny cake. <laughs> Wait, that's not the, the rabbit in boiling water. Like in, No, no. Oh, this okay, is okay. Th this uh, the recipe. I love it. One bunnies. <laughs> one bunnies. One bunnies? One bunnies. One cup water. One box of frosting, marshmallows, chocolate, sprinkles. Assembly. Put the bunnies in a narrow basket and let float to sea. <laughs> Goodbye, bunnies. Goodbye. Bye. Two. Cook the bunnies in a covered pan of water until the bunnies are done. But we just set them free. So you got to set them free and then you got to go get them back. And then. Didn't that you... happen to Frodo? Then they put them on a ship. And Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then remove bunnies from the basket, mash them with the help of the back of a spoon, put on the marshmallows, sprinkle the bunnies with chocolate and marshmallows. Place the bunny on a little tin towards the back of the inn <laughs> and pour the contents of the bunny's basket onto the bunny. Put on your best sailor's outfit and hope the weather cooperates. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit so much. I love letting robots write things. It's so ridiculous and stupid. 
So, uh, but there's uh, there's other ones. Maybe we'll we'll I'll see if Rain and, and Bo- uh, Rain and Joe want to read some. But uh, some of the, uh, just I'll tease some titles: Creamy Biscuits Filled with Allergy Zombies, Stuffed Heart, <laughs> Potty Training for a Bunny, <laughs> White Savory Curry, uh, yeah, and GPT Jello does fan oh. Oh, they started. It started writing fanfic too. Yeah, so it started writing fan fiction about Darth Vader at one point too. So yeah. So Rain, what are you thinking? You try some of these robot recipes out. I I don't Flo- know what to think. I mean, is it for pizza toppings? Stop it, Joe. Oh. But anyway, I Was love. Was like that? <laughs> Eels in silence, bad. Feels <laughs> uh, in silence, my old friend. Uh, <laughs> I've come to cook the bunny again, and yet it did escape me. Here we go. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. So anyway, if if you guys wanna, yeah, <laughs> one bunnies, <laughs> one one bunnies, uh, uh, uh. one bunnies in a basket. <laughs> Adam said, uh, as uh, as if the, he was the count from Sesame Street. So anyway, I just wanted to start off with a couple of fun stories. I know, you know, I know it really wasn't a sports story. I lied to you guys. I'll do it was uh, a, a masturbatory sport story. It was, you know. Yeah. And, you know. Why do you use the word mistabatory? Mistabatory? You were talking about just wanking, jerking. You mean happy Pulling the baloney pony. No, no, it was not a happy ending because you pay for those. Well, a happy yeah. ending for him because he was arrested, right? Did they arrest him, by the way? What did they do? They send him home? Did they wait till he went flaccid? Uh... He was wow, um did, no. did they make him get out and walk a straight line? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Kenny, I'm this sorry. is your fault. I know, I know. So uh please, they please, it was a gonna, misdemeanor. They booked please. him for a misdemeanor for exposure of sexual organs. Uh and he has a court date in mid March. So uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, so that there's your answer. But anyway, let's go. Let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, yeah, um, look at the re- rest of the recipes the robots made. They're nice. They're delicious. You're gonna want to try them. Robot. Yeah, robot recipes. I think that's just. I-, I love it when people program AI to do insane things. It it makes my day. It's so amusing because you can you can you can make fun of robots. I understand it's yes. AI that made Roger Stone. Did you know that? Oh wow! Yeah, uh, he's definitely got some artificial intelligence. That's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got some that little pea brain of his. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. Um, thank you for uh, indulging me on those uh, on a little bit of fun. But don't forget, everybody, big reveal tonight: Kenny's DNA results from Twenty Three and Me, right here wow. tonight, this very evening, February eighteenth, twenty twenty. We'll put white, all those rumors to rest. White hot excitement, I know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be right back with more Turn Up the Night uh, right after. Oh, let's see. I don't know. We, we should listen to a, um, uh, let me see. I, I want to hear another macaroni song we haven't heard in a while. I want to hear Lost City. 
It's a really fun song. So, uh, anyway, going to break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. No, that's the wrong thing to play, Ken. You want to play something like this. Turn up the night with anything. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Lost City, Lost City, Macaroni, uh, we started from the bottom and we still on the bottom, you ask them about troubles, hell yeah we got them, living in a land that has been forgotten, when the natives get restless the police drop them, dried up, no place to go shopping, even if you had cabbage where would you go cop it? Just stop it, there is no profit For them to invest a block from some project Change the topic, ain't no point For them to talk about the problems in Detroit Be more in Chicago, you know what I mean Let us not forget about New Orleans Welcome to the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city, that's out of reach we live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City uh. We live inside Lost City We started in the ghetto and we still in the ghetto With so many scars we are tougher than metal Tougher than leather if we all get together From my hood to me barrio Wherever we wanna go Voice to the voiceless A choice for the choiceless I drive a bucket This ain't Rolls Royce shit Unemployment, undereducation Can't even find a job at the gas station No patience, they get no immunity To corporations killing my community and Lost City where it feel like the apocalypse We need to stand up and let's put a stop to this In the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city that's out of reach We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City we live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick, will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and a quick addendum uh, to the story. Uh, I'm sorry, I did. It, I, I should have issued a correction sooner. The Toronto Blue Jays uh, catcher Reese McGuire. Um, he's actually arrested masturbating in front of a Dollar Tree. So I should have uh, should have issued that correction sooner. So, uh, uh, so in essence, he was a tree peeler. Yeah, <laughs> he was trying to peel that tree. Apparently. Peel the tree. Oh boy! And uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City welcomes her. I'm not back yet. Oh, okay. All right. I'll move on to Rain. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. I'm here. I just got back. The Dollar Tree. Fight. Dollar Tree. Reese McGuire was masturbating in front of a Dollar Tree. Well, I forgot he was that. stealing his trees. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, wow, we found out the exact... Do we know the exact Dollar Tree location hmm uh no i i think that that's best left to um was he in uh, a station wagon by the way the best has three pillars no actually he was in a mercedes <laughs> oh because i was thinking of an old beach boy song I, uh, uh i got a 34 wagon and they call it a woody oh yeah. and, then he, and then reese splurged on the hoodie <laughs> yeah. I got a Woody in my Woody. <laughs> he he splurged on the interior is what you're saying? He, he you know, like when you splurge and you spend a little bit more to get the leather interior, he splurged on the interior. I, he splurged on the interior. <laughs> he splurged. I'm just saying he spent extra money to get an extra nice interior in the Mercedes. He splurged on the interior. Boy, was it this, really, you know, really, was ended. it really a happy ending for him? This really ended 
Pee Wee Herman's career. And this guy's still going to catch, I assume. Uh, ah, yep. He probably always did catch, but... Gee, I sure hope there's a happy ending. I love a happy ending. So, anyway. You, I think a happy a ending really involves somebody else. a really story to make, guys. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I see baseball players grabbing their crotch all the time. Nobody says anything in the park. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good you know point. I mean? That's a good point, Joe. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. Pocket pool, you know that. What's it? <laughs> do we? Do we really, Joe? This what? is really what? an interesting conversation. That's right. Uh, so, uh, pocket pool. Yes, pocket pool. pocket pool. Mama's little baby <laughs> loves pocket pool. Pocket pool. Mama's little baby is a pocket pool man. You got a stick and a couple balls and bang away. Who did that song, Pocket Pool? Do you remember that 80s song, Rain? No. No, no, I don't. I'm still stuck on the fact that Joe thinks all baseball players masturbate on a regular basis. Well, I know Tommy John had to have surgery because of it. That's all I know. <clears throat> no, he did not. You you have now yeah. turned the story into a legend, a rumor. No, no. He didn't have to have Tommy. He didn't have that surgery because he masturbated. What were the Tommy John no. have Tommy John surgery? That is not true, Joe. Low odds. He had Tommy John surgery because he hurt his arm pitching, not because he threw his arm catching his own sperm. Yeah, that's the public. This story. is a very strange situation here. It's that was very the awkward, story. and I just that was the official story coming out of the. Uh, baseball uh, world but uh we know the truth oh the band who did that song is a punk band called killer pussy from the 80s ah and the lyrics go hey mama's little angel plays pocket pool pocket pool mama's little angel is a pocket pool man um and then the the verses go he's 24 years old and he likes his little game he plays it with his balls and he never feels ashamed mama's little <laughs> mama's boy is happy when his stick begins to rise, when his hands are in his pockets, there's a love look in his eyes. I, I, I'm done. <laughs> I, are, is, this, is this like guy masturbation night? This is a female. A, a, a woman sings this song, by the way. Uh, uh, so, that's not my point. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna. I mean, know. if you all want to talk about how men masturbate. No, and women. I, women I, don't. I, I just, you know, well, I mean, I'm not talking about men. I'm just, you know, I did a sports story, and I thought it was fun, even funnier, because it was from a Dollar Tree. By the way, Susan is the one who shared this story with me. <laughs> she, Why are you blaming it on Susan? She just laughed. Joe turns around and say, "Well, what about women? You, I, you two, I, you two, especially you, Joe. You just keep talking about how men masturbate and all the different ways of men masturbating." Destroyer Kurt says Destroyer Kurt says there's two lies about masturbation. I never did it and I'm I'm and I'm going to quit. Oh my god. Okay. Isn't there something about uh porn like that too? Oh yeah, yeah, Alex Jones and porn. Yeah, Alex Jones, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, let's see. There's two types of people in the world. There's two types of people. People that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't looking at porn. Okay. <laughs> I thought the clip was still going there. 
was like, what? And when you look, and what, and when you look at porn, what do you do? Um, when you look at porn, what do you do? Well, yeah, you you could just yeah. be doing research for your Infowars show. I don't think so. <laughs> so anyway. Don't think so. Well, now we're just going to, we're now, speaking of masturbation and dicks, uh, Trump, everybody. It's a great segue, right? Oh, yeah, right there. So, I don't know. But anyway, I just thought it was funny because it was in front of a Dollar Tree, but now we're going to talk about Trump. Rain's not buying any of it. She's just like, all right. No, I'm not buying it. I, anyway, I, I love you guys, but. If you, I, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a, you know. If you, if you want to talk about be all the different ways time. that you want to masturbate, <laughs> that can go you until know. eight o'clock, and I'll join the show. You know that's not what's happening here. So no. Anyway, Trump, <laughs> the, the self-masturbatory president. So, uh, yeah, l- l- here's a. Uh, um, did you guys happen to see he did a, a one of his heliprompters uh, today? Did you see any of it? I heard about it. All right. No. I did not watch it. I, I was got... in my studio making artwork. Good for you. Good for you. I've been uh, doing the same. Um, and uh, but here is uh, Trump claiming to know who the anonymous person is who's working out of the white house and um wrote the book yeah, and the op-ed and everything so um see i read i read about a lot of this yeah, yeah. so here's yeah. here's that clip is there a search underway for anonymous remember anonymous yeah there is uh it's not so much a search it is? uh i i i know who it is can't tell you that. Why not? Why not? Why not? But I know, who it is. but we won't. Uh, we won't get into it. Uh, people know it's. People know it's a fraud. I know who it is, and I know who some of the leakers are. But some of the leakers don't exist. It's made up by the press. So you know, they say what does that nine mean? people have said, or two people have said, and those people don't exist. But no, I know oh, all about uh, anonymous. I know a lot about the leakers too. We know a lot. In fact, when I want to get something out to the press, I tell certain people, and it's amazing. It gets out there. But so far, I'm leaving it that way. Uh, you you tweet everything, you dumb dick. You tweet <laughs> everything. You tweet it's nine mi- people. It's two people. It's twenty four or six to four. It's a Chicago song. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Joe. He t- he tweets uh, he tweets uh, uh, classified information. What's he talking yeah. about? He knows the leaker. He contradicts. You know, he contradicts his own administration. He knows, even though they don't exist, even though they're made up sources, he knows who they are. He's so full of shit. You He's think? so full of shit. I I. It, uh, I don't. Uh, I the, here's the thing. Uh, I think he's trying to pretend like he's much smarter than he is. What? Say that again. I think he he's pretending. He's-, he's pretending to be much smarter than he really is. Wow. Oh. Which yes. he, he he does a lot, but in this instance, it seems painfully obvious. Yeah, here's the thing. What you just said is just spot on. He does pretend to be much smarter than he is. What annoys me, among many things, and I'm just going to go with annoy 
just to keep my rage at a calm level. Sure. He has all of the information in front of him. So he doesn't have to pretend to be much smarter than he is. He can actually be much more informed than he is if he read. And I mean this sincerely, Mm. which maybe, you know, on the other hand, maybe it's probably good that he doesn't. But he is dumb. He is dumb as a box of, like, lucky charms that have soaked in milk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, now Francie says he gaslights without gas. No, he gaslights without light. Uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, uh, because, you know, he's, uh, so, sorry, my audio I don't think he knows, I don't tonight. think he knows who the whistleblower is. I really don't, because he don't really would have just put that out there. He wasn't talking about the whistleblower, he was talking about anonymous who wrote the book and did that oh, column yeah, yeah. in the new york times oh okay i thought he said the whistleblower no he leakers and anonymous yeah well you know something here's another thing i'm a little bit irritated about anonymous needs to just stop being anonymous yeah i i mean this sincerely because if you remember back i know you guys remember this everybody here in the chat room remembers too um, primary colors. The book, Pri- oh, primary yeah, yeah. colors, and the, then, and then yeah. later on the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was <laughs> that was salacious. That that book and the movie that came out was salacious. Anonymous. The people who wrote Anonymous. That's national fucking security, man. Mm-hmm. You guys need. They need to come forward. I am so sick and tired of this. You know, I am really tired of anonymous sources. And, oh, John Bolton can go take his mustache oh. and rotate on it. Oh, yeah, he can um, burn in hell. He can burn in hell. behind anonymous, you know, they need to come forward. And there's a whole bunch of people. John Kelly, uh, McMaster, all these people who knew what exactly was going on. When and it's still happening now. Yeah, you know they left the administration. They know what's going on to this day, and they are not talking. And they are the exact op- opposites of what patriots really are. Oh, I concur. I'll give you an amen for that as well, amen. because it's one hundred percent accurate. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Bolton can go. He can burn in hell uh, because. I, 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 you know, I was kind of on the side of him, like, you know, stepping, you know, coming forward and maybe doing one good thing in his life. But every last cynic over on Fox News was right. He was just trying to sell his book. That's it. You know, uh, you know, God forbid, uh, you know, there's an optimist uh, out there expecting a Republican to do one decent thing, you know. I mean, uh, it's like yeah. it's like I I haven't learned my lesson yet. Uh, you know, it's like why why do I keep uh, keep bothering to think they're uh, you know they're human human? Yeah, is that the word you were searching for? Yeah, because... I think so. Okay, okay. I think that's yeah. that's yeah. Apt. I mean, I'm I'm still I and this there's is an me. R after their name for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is still me. I still want to be hopeful, and. Um, you know, I just 
things like the, the you know the book anonymous the, the person or people behind it and again bolton bolton is somebody who we can really point at because we know we know who we know that it's bolton and we know that he's got information but anonymous there are there are so many like i said anonymous sources that say all these things come forward yeah come forward because this country is in a really bad state of affairs and you're covering up for a dictator wannabe. Absolutely. And that's not hyperbole at this point. It's not. It's not. And, well, and, and there's something else that, that happened today. Um, I don't know when the wheels got in motion for this, but uh, everybody remembers that scumbag Rod Blagojevich, right? Oh, ah, yes. Yes. Who, uh, uh, you know, arguably, we as Democrats, if we were anything like the Trump cultists, would be defending this guy all the live long day. But we're not like Trump cultists. We know Blagojevich was a criminal. Um, uh, and he deserved to be locked up for a very long time. For what? You know, I mean, what he's doing is he's trying to alter, uh, you know, the, the course of how our government works. Like with Trump interfering with the elections. You know, what did yeah, Blagojevich well, do? Blagojevich pretty much did the same thing, except tried, tried to, to sell, sell off... a Senate seat. Yeah, tried to sell a Senate seat. And what does, that, what does that say? That says that somebody with all the money in the world who has, you know, maybe one of the most nefarious schemes ever gets a state Senate seat and, you know, it's, you know, or, or a Senate... No, a Senate seat, right? Um... It was it was Barack Obama's seat. Yeah, right. He was trying to sell the seat that Barack Obama vacated when he became president. Yeah, and he was just like, you know, this this seat could be worth a lot of money for you. So you know, again, Trump apparently has been watching Fox News nonstop. Shocker, I know. Uh, and Rod Blagojevich's wife, uh, Blagojevich. <laughs> yeah. I, for destroy your well, I did, Yeah, exactly. Blagojevich. We synced up pretty good there on, on the broadcast end too. But, um, yeah, there we go. Right on. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so he's, he was asked about that today. Yes, uh, we have commuted the sentence of Rod Blagojevich. He served eight years in jail. It's a long time, and uh, I watched his wife on television. Uh, I don't know him very well. I met him a couple of times. He was on for a short while on The Apprentice years ago. Uh, seemed like a very nice person. Don't know him, but he uh, served you eight do years know him. in jail. There's a long time to go. Many people disagree with the sentence. He's a Democrat. He's not a Republican. Uh, it was a prosecution by... The same people, Comey, Fitzpatrick, the same group. There it is. Uh, very far from his children. Uh, they're growing older. They're going to high school now, and they rarely get to see their father outside of an orange uniform. Too fucking bad. I saw that, and I did commute his sentence. So he'll be able to go back home with his family after serving eight years in jail. That was a tremendously powerful, ridiculous sentence. In my no, it opinion. wasn't. Fuck you. And in the opinion of many others, yes. <laughs> Fuck you, know you, you ignorant, scum-sucking pig. No, eight years is not a long time for trying to sell 
a fucking Senate seat. Sell a there, Senate seat. Just to just to put a finer pin in that, there are only one hundred senators in the United States. So how that valuable do you think that would be? That can be called Senate in how, the United States of America. How valuable would that be to some horrible, horrible person? That is working, you know, the, the, the you know some kind of awful lobby group, or whatever. I mean, seriously. You know, it it was funny. It was Eric Bowler on Twitter who literally he laughed, and I laughed after he read it, where it was just like I don't know, eight years ago, when Republicans were literally having a shit, like losing their shit over the fact that. They thought, and keep in mind, just losing the fact over the thought that Barack Obama might pardon him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. None of it was based in reality. It was something that they just thought up like, oh, my God, Barack Obama could possibly pardon Blagojevich. Barack Obama never indicated that he would. They lost their shit, and it was a whole mem on social media. It's, you know... And now, here it is, 12 years later, and they're fine with it. The Republicans are totally fine with Trump commuting his sentence. And I was thinking about this over dinner. I was talking to Bob about this over dinner. I have not looked into it. But, you know, when you get, like, a 14-year sentence, you usually can get, you get out before that is over. If you do, you know, time served, good behavior, yeah, all this stuff. He probably was not going to serve the 14 years. Probably so, not. I don't know what, I don't know if he thinks that he, by doing this, because he, he did say there, oh, he's a Democrat, like, does he think that Democrats are going to be like, yay, Trump is so bipartisan? I, yeah, he's so bipartisan and, and uh, bipartisan and uh, bi- I said almost said bipartisan. Um, <laughs> That's but, not a bad word. That works. Yeah, you know, so, you know, uh, okay, great. You got a guy off the hook who we fucking hate, who we disowned, who we don't lionize as some kind of martyr, but you have somehow. Trump turned this guy into a martyr. Joe, um, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I have a theory here. He did 11 today, right? 11 uh, pardons. Yeah, yeah. I think he, was, so. he was whacking them out, out of the park left and right. He was. Yeah, there was M- M- Michael... Malkin or Milken and Milken. Bernard Carrick, those are the two that I, those three yeah. are the ones that. He was slapping them out of the park today. Joe. And, <laughs> no, really, listen. Joe? Yeah. But you know what? Was he, he in front still, of, did, did he make the announcement in front of a Dollar Tree? Yeah, Joe. So basically, what Joe is saying that Trump just Tommy Johned a whole bunch of people today. Seriously. God damn it, Joe. What do you suppose he's warming up for? Oh, boy. Oh, his own pardon. No. 
Oh, I think he's going to pardon himself. No, no, no. I'm I'm talking about more immediate than that. Oh, Flynn? And Roger Stone. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is all leading. He he this is like you know, this well, happened. He expected this. I, I mean, at least he, I did. This happened in in Scranton some decades ago. There were a series of un unsolved murders uh, in the Scranton area that had no obvious connection. They were just random people, but there was a rash of them. And it turned out that somebody was doing was killing people so that the pattern would cover up the real crime, which was he was going to kill his, his wife. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my so, God. We have to yes. talk about this on another show because. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, this is this one. Yeah. So in other I words, wanna, we'll talk about the DC sniper. He case. was going to, he was going to kill his wife while she was in traffic or something. So, so there were a lot of people in traffic who were just randomly shot dead by this guy to cover up a crime that he intended to commit. Mm-hmm. So it, it so it, 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 it looked in context, right? Yeah. And that's what he's doing. That's what Trump is doing here. He did 11 pardons or commutations of service because you know it's coming. As soon as, as, soon as Judge uh, Berman Jackson, Amy Berman Jackson, uh, sentences that, that bastard to even three to five years, I'm telling you, the ink won't be dry on, on the sentence. And he's going to pardon that guy, and it's just going to be low. That's you know. I, I think he's. All, I, I, I'm curious about what some of the other crimes were for sentences he commuted or people he pardoned or whatever. Um, well, it, were they was, mostly white collar? Denise D'Souza, fraudulent oh, uh, was fraudulent uh, campaign contributions. White collar. Yeah. Um, As cat. Posted uh, Debartolo. It's a Debar- the, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's pronounced it's Debartolo, uh, oh, even though it's probably yeah. Debartolo, Eddie Debartolo, uh, or Debartolo. Yeah, he was. Junior. He was. Yeah, the former the former owner of the 49ers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was for I don't know. He he failed. I, I, these I, I can't. I don't care. I don't care. I think that it's... What I'm saying is I'm thinking he's trying to... Basically, you know, he can talk all he wants about criminal justice reform and everything Mm -hmm. like that. But when it comes to these white-collar crimes that he's just saying, you know, he's doing them himself. And now he's saying, see, what I did isn't bad. What these guys didn't do is bad. He's trying to commiserate with people who actually got punished for doing something he did, and he's going to normalize white-collar crime again. And all the people, all the Bernie Madoffs of the world, they're not going to have to fucking worry anymore. That's right. exactly it. I and mean, that's, that's the thing. I said this, I, I, again, I, I, I was thinking this. It's just sort of like he is he's pardoning people and commuting the sentences of people who did crimes that, in my opinion, were less than what he was convicted or impeached for. Yeah, I think the Blagojevich and, one, personally, uh, to me, is is just as bad as what he was doing with election I, interference. I think yeah, those I don't are, disagree with that. Those but are equal. Basically, the way I'm looking at it, because I, I see where you're going with Joe, like, oh, he's going to, you know, pardon... Pardon Flynn and uh, Flynn and and Stone. I I don't disagree with that at all. But all of these well, things, he's. I'm, let, I let, am let's pick up on legitimately waiting mm-hmm. for him to say. Hold before we go. I just want to get this out. 
I am legitimately waiting for him to say in the next three to four months, these guys committed crimes that were lesser than the ones that the House of Representatives tried to, con- or they did convict him of, or, you know, impeach him for. So he, he knows what he did. Yeah. And he's so- looking at these people underneath and saying... They shouldn't be in jail. I'm not in jail. Why should they be in Again, jail? Just paving the way, paving the way for a future for his criminal spawn to turn this into a breeding yep. ground of corruption and misery for everyone. So, um, you know, and it's going to take a lot of work to try and undo this shit. Um, but uh, anywho, um, we, let's go to the break. We'll, we'll talk about this more when we come back. I might just make everybody wait for my 23 and Me results for our three since we're having a fascinating conversation about this and uh oh and i got i got some state-run media for you kids um let's go ahead and run to the break we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. The best has three pillars. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Willkommen! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. And joining me, as always, on the program for this, February 18th, 2020, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome. Um, I was not pardoned today. Uh, well, I and, did commute. Uh, I commuted your sentence for this Friday. You're off uh, for three hours. So thank you. I shaved. Uh, yeah, I commuted uh, three hours off your sentence here on Turn Up the Night. I appreciate that. I <laughs> feel like this is next to next to the birth of my children. This is the greatest gift of my life. <laughs> and I am literally paraphrasing. Bernard Carrick's statement when he oh, found out dear. that he was pardoned. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, what about the greatest mistakes of your life? Um, and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, still ter- serving his full term here this week on Indie Media Weekly. Well, if you haven't been pardoned yet, the night is young. Oh, okay. They get to you before midnight. Oh, yay! So, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's happy Day! Happy Valentine's Day! Day. <laughs> well, speaking, of, speaking of Valentine's Day, I I I, uh, I dug up an old article that uh, I'll I'll read to you later. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Uh, an odd, odd uh, uh, romance was odd back in the teens, nineteen teens. Mm. Romance was weird. Yeah, yeah, it really Did it was. Include slapping things out of the park, Joe. No, Are we going back no, there again? No, no. You'll see. Did it include things that happened in the darkness? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, no. Eels Did it include of, socks? Eels of silence. I'll uh, when is it, when the time comes. When Kenny said the time comes, I'll read you the. The article from February 17th, 1915. Floating bunny cake. Is cakes. it going to include masturbation, Joe? Aqua no. bunny cake. No. Uh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll read you the headline just to whet your appetite. <laughs> whet your appetite. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe. Uh, All right. That's a real. Well, right. we'll get to that later. And should, should, okay, so should we? Should I do the 23 and me results now or should I, do, should I make everybody wait till hour three? Oh, I don't know. I I'll let my co-host decide. My co-host will decide right now. See, on commercial television, they wouldn't do that until the very last minute. I know, but I don't want to be a whore like that. Well, we'll keep telling everybody coming up next, coming up next, coming up next. You won't want to miss this story. It could save your life and your family's too. Coming up. (laughs) Yes. Is your pet about to explode? Find out. Did you know that swallowing small amounts of time over a long period of time can cause stomach cancer? No. What? No. Did you know that swallowing small amounts of of saliva over a long period of time can cause stomach cancer? Male semen? Yeah. No, he has lung cancer. That's a rush. Um, rush. Male semen? Did that you call him thrush? Do you have a tongue? <laughs> Maybe. So oh anyway, let's see if the chat room is, has 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 anything about anything to say about the twenty three and me thing. No, they don't care. Um, so uh, do they care? Do you I'm care? Just kidding. I don't know. You could have Picklesheimer DNA in you right now. Oh God! Now we're getting back to the first story. No. So. Are we, okay. <laughs> I was All right. not. I I'm going to do it now. That story. I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm going to click on my ancestry right now on 23andMe so I can give you the accurate reading of my ancestry ancestry composition. All right. Ancestry. Okay. I like ancestry. It sounded like ancestry, and that's not good. It does. Um. All right. Here are a hundred percent. Okay, a hundred percent of my results. All right. I think I need the. Uh, I think I need the drum roll for this. This is. Yeah. Yeah, we we could do that like they did at Christmas uh, vacation. Well, here I, I I got it. Okay. I here. Uh, let me go. Uh, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I am the whitest guy you know. <laughs> Just call me Honky. All right, here we go, folks. Bravo. Thank Bravo. you. Thank you. Now, now, here's the thing. Here's the, I have a plan for finding out what I found out. Okay, here it is. European in DNA, 100%. Northwestern European, 99.7%. British and Irish, which includes Scottish too, of course, 69.4%. French and German, 15.4%. Scandinavian, 1.8%. That's like Scandinavian's the most exotic thing I have. <laughs> That's it. That's the um, broadly European 0.3%. Broadly? So it's Wait, yeah, after so after all that broadly Europe it's it's European 100%, Northwestern European 99.7. The 0.3% is broadly European, so that's, oh, that's interesting. the Scandinavian portion, whatever. So but you said you're Irish and German? Uh, British, British and Irish is 69.4%. Oh. Um, uh, greater London. I have a lot of DNA matches in Greater London. Which is Hello, uh, it, mate. that's like my it's it's me art spot. <laughs> it's the art spot. Yeah. So I, I so I don't know if you guys I, I did I did kind of give two clues on the show as to how this was gonna go tonight because I, I said I know it's white hot excitement. You might not have caught that. <laughs> no, I and, didn't catch that at all. And then when I put Vilkem in, uh I was that was uh stating I am an Aryan nation unto myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm probably the whitest guy anybody's ever met. No Native American, nothing, nothing. No, you wouldn't have come close. I mean, you know, but our family has been in this country since before it was a country. And I'm like, seriously, nothing. Yeah, you are a white supremacist. Well, here's my you only thing. slept with white people. Here is my thing. Uh, that's not true. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. The the the, uh, the thing is, here's the thing. All right. Since I am probably whiter than any white nationalist or Aryan nation guy or skinhead or anything like that, I think it's my goal in life is if I ever encounter these people, I'm going to say, let me say your D see your DNA results because I bet I'm more Aryan nation than you are. See? And now I'm going to be racist to you. I kind of like that. <laughs> I, I, I do. I kind of like. I, I kinda it like couldn't. Where you're going with it that. could. You know, honestly, it could only. I think it, I could only be whiter if it was like if it was more on the French German spectrum. You know, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, so. Uh, oh, and Sandy says. Uh, uh, you've met my husband. He's the firstborn outside of the UK. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe Hugh. Uh, Hugh might. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, there there was a lot, lot of immigration uh, over the last several hundred years. You know, uh, rule Britannia. There was a lot of race mixing going on over there. So, um, 
but uh, race mixing. Yo, oh, that sounds terrible. I am a white nationalist, aren't I? Um, so, totally a racist. Uh, but no, uh, so, uh, there's nothing... I don't know if you knew that uh, Bob and I took our DNA test. <clears throat> we did it through Ancestry. Yeah. And when it, it it's like about three or four years ago, when it came back, I had 2% Middle Eastern. And I was like, yay! Middle East! And I really was excited. Mm-hmm. I really was excited. And I had friends who were like, welcome to the tribe and, you know, all this stuff. And then it came back and they, they took my Middle Eastern. They took it away. away. My mom did the same thing. And she had some, there was some Northern African, um, uh, you know, like Moroccan or something like that. And yeah. and it's some Spanish. And she said they took that away too. Yeah. So they took, yeah. They took it away. So at this point, and I, I'm glad because when you said you were going to talk about this on the show, I brought up my ancestry. It's not 23andMe, but I am now 48% Germanic Europe. Okay. 20 27% English, Wales, and Northwestern Europe. 18% Eastern Europe and Russia, Norway, 5%, and the Baltics, 2%. Mm-hmm. I am really white too. Yeah, you are. Like I'm, I, I am. Well, want to be? I, really, I, I think the most. I, I want to yeah. be exotic. I, I you know, kid, I, I want it. No, yeah, I, I wanted a little bit of spice in there. I was telling one of my coworkers uh, who happens to be African American. I was like, "Congratulations! You're probably talking to the whitest guy you know." And, um, and I, I said, yep, I was hoping for maybe a little bit of spice in there. And he's like, you know, he's like, and he was like, maybe a little Latin lover thrown in there. And I was like, yeah, maybe a little Latin lover. You know? <laughs> no, I, yeah. Even in me, even, it, not in me. I mean, my DNA, I don't even have anything from Spain or Portugal. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, what I, I guess what, what I'm looking <laughs> at, my constant. My consultation prize, my consultation prize in all this, is the because, like I lost something. <laughs> but uh, the, I think the uh, I'll say this: it's very boring sounding on the the onset. But then when you start looking into the different regions where, um, the strongest you know uh, incidents of commonalities in DNA occur. Uh, that's where I find I find it really interesting. Um, yeah. So it says, you know, so this is from the United Kingdom. Sixty nine point four percent again is my British Irish composition, uh, including Scotland, of course. Um, uh, the United and Wales uh, and what else? I forget. Uh, the United Kingdom has one hundred sixty five regions, and we found the strongest evidence of your ancestry in the following ten regions. Uh, one. The top one is Greater London. Two, Glasgow, Glasgow City, um, and uh, Merseyside, which is interesting because is that where the you know ferry crossed the Mersey? Cross the Mersey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, four, West Midlands, kind of cool. Uh, five, never heard of these Tyne and Ware, T Y N E and. W E A R or Weir, I guess maybe it's Weir. Um, uh, Greater Manchester. That's cool. What's Beatles from Manchester? 
Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I forget who was from Manchester. There is uh, a soccer ball is from Manchester. Yeah, Manchester ball. United sports. Lancashire. Lancashire is number seven. Uh, West Yorkshire is number eight. Uh, Edinburgh is uh, nine, and Belfast is ten. Oh, so Belfast. So there you go. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I and then uh, uh, let me see. In uh, uh, Ireland, uh, here here's because uh, I'm what twenty six. Uh, oh no, the, yeah, okay, yeah. This is still in the sixty nine. Um, but uh, County Dublin, uh, Dublin is uh, where uh, the highest concentration of people with my DNA are from. Count Galloway, County Cork, oh County Cork, County Cork, oh, see, County I'm Mayo, kind of Irish, Four. Irish. Yeah, County Mayo, uh, County Clare, County Limerick. Oh, I got a Limerick for you. Um. <laughs> Uh, there once was a man who was a hunky. <laughs> and he uh, once rode upon a donkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, just, I made that up. I, I, also, I made up things. Uh, but not this not this super white uh, uh, result set, though. Uh, County Kildare, County Meath, County Roscommon, and County Cavan. Uh, so, yeah. But Dublin, Dublin's bright blue, um, and so is London. London and Dublin, London, Dublin. What do you call me then? What, what's the uh, London? He's a London Dubliner. Dubliner. Bavaria, Bavaria, Germany is the the fifteen point four percent. It's the it just says the. It only gives me Bavaria, and then just like the rest of Germany is very light blue. So, but yeah, Bavaria. That's kind of cool. I, I, I like that Bavarian mustard. That explains that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, your DNA. And uh, Scan- Scandinavian. Why do you love that mustard? The Scandinavian, it just says Scandinavian. It's like we, we can't even narrow it down. It's just kind of, it's just kind of there. You know, something from <laughs> Norway, something from Sweden. We're not real sure. And then, yeah, broadly Northwest European, 13.1%. Um, so, yeah, anyway. But broadly European, 0.3%. <laughs> Northwestern European, 99.7. There it is. Yeah, so. I, I really do think that these DNA tests have got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. I, I do, and I, I really like them. I mean, I like knowing where my DNA is from. I also understand that that doesn't mean that's where my um, great-grandparents were from. Uh-huh. Or, you know, all, you know, all those, you know... Because I've said this before, <clears throat> your family's been here in, in these states forever. My yeah. family hasn't. I mean, my great-grandparents brought my grandparents over here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm second-generation American. Yeah. I, you know, and so I consider myself American, but there is no American DNA unless you consider it you know, indigenous people. 
Yeah. And so to find out, like, oh, my God. I looked at my DNA. I mean, I remember the first time I thought about this. I was like, Jesus. I had a bunch of whores in my family. They just (laughs) slept around all over the place. Well, and, you know, and and it's true, though. I know that's simplistic, but. No, no, it's fine. But, no, it's true, though, because, I mean, I'm looking at gravestones right now. I wanted to look up a couple because I think the earliest one I was able to find was Abraham Adam Picklesheimer. Born 1776, died 1828. So his parents probably were the first generation to come here and actually be called Picklesheimer. They because there there were a lot of other versions of that name until they started changing it to Picklesheimer. But um, but yeah, and you know here's you know David S. Picklesheimer, February 1817 to December 1896. You know, so, so yeah, we've been in this country for a while. I don't know the full family tree, but uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's hard to figure it out because, so my last name is Koch, and uh, my maternal side is Bach, B O C K, mm-hmm. and in Germany, Bach is goat. Yeah, it's it's stubborn. I know that might come as a shock to you all, but the, those two Bach. I mean, Koch might be might as well be Smith here in America. Yeah. And and the same with Bach. Like those are such common names. It's really hard to figure it out all out. And the uh, John the 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 name that I can find the best I can find uh, it was uh, Beckelheimer or Bamer Bamer B E H Y M E R. From what I understand, that was the name that changed. I don't know how it changed that much. I mean, Beckelheimer makes sense, but the Bamer, maybe some Beckelheimers became Bamers just to took out the Kel, you know? And yeah, stuff like that could also be because people didn't know how to read. Yeah, that too. So, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I've got, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's just fascinating to me. But um, but it, it's it's it. What's really strange to me is that says because Beckelheimer, uh, you know, that was, I don't know unless they were a German family that moved to England or something like that, and it had been going on for. Because uh, now I'm really curious because how is it that I thought all this time it was going to be majority German? Yeah, and it's not or because. The name, the name is 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 German. You know, Beckelheimer is is German. You know, so how is it that that name? You know, how is it that the DNA is more common? You know that I have such a small percentage of German. I mean, it's it's interesting. So, but um, but anywho, uh, well, I guess it, it it would only take marrying you know a few Irish or Scottish or you know. English uh, people into the family down the road for it to change. So, um, but anyway, it's fascinating to me. Uh, but yeah, Joe, now are, are you curious now? Maybe even though you might have a good idea how it would come back, would you be interested in interested in finding like some of the locales where the, your DNA is common? Uh, yeah. Now I'm DNA curious. <laughs> well, there you go. That's so great. We might have another reveal down the road. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. We'll I, I know most of my roots are come from Potenza. Yeah, 
And, well, but, that's the thing. You know what, and, Joe? And, Honestly. But there, there's rumors of Greek influence and Spanish. So, um, who knows? That's yeah. that's it. I mean, but we... Do you know the top ten... Do you know the top ten... Do you know the top ten localities of where your dna is prevalent though do I, well i have an idea yeah uh like i said my the the province of of potenza is about where the instep of the boot is <laughs> it's like in central instep <laughs> yeah but so, where where from you know, there I, where from there though because you see you know it's like mine was london and dublin you know yeah those i mean those are well, pretty far apart I know Rome factors in a lot because yeah. there are, are many, many Santorses in Rome, mm-hmm. in Rome itself. So I'm sure I have a lot of roots out of out of Rome itself, the city of Rome. But um, you know, my my grandparents came from a very small geographic, both sides, a very small geographic area. It's a um, it's a town called Avogliano. Well, Michelle has a very, very important question. Uh, she needs to okay. know if, you, if you're going to dislike her because her past answer, <laughs> ancestry is in, is Tuscany uh, Italian. Not sure they get along with his Italian. Tuscany. Now, if if I yeah, if I if I recall, yeah, you see, there's there was a great uh, divide between northern and southern Italians. Well, okay. Olive Garden patched that up with the whole Tuscany menu that they have. No, they oh, didn't. Oh, good God. No. 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 <laughs> I'm not even fucking Italian. No. <laughs> no. That did not happen. No. I, I deeply disagree with that. that. I'm sorry. That did not happen. No, the northern, the, Tusc- the Tuscany people, those are northern Italians, and there's they're snobs. <laughs> Uh, <gasps> well, I mean, this You're is. Not oh, wait a second. I'm not saying Michelle's a snob. I'm just saying okay. that that is, in my family, okay, Tuscans were were the Northern Italians were considered snobbish. It's it, Italy was a very very um, tribal country. Yeah, you know, unification of Italy was a big deal. When it happened, and and um, so it's a very tribal uh, organization over there. Okay, and the and the northern Italians and the southern Italians, there's as much of a divide as there are between the north and south here. You know, I thought that was a really nice gesture. Actually, the north and south in England, as I understand, there's a great divide. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So Tuscany being northern, we we're very southern. Gee, I can't think of a country that has a like a real split between the north and the south. That that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do think that it's really interesting to find your to learn about your DNA. Because and and the reason why I'm saying that is because of what Joe is saying about how his, you know, his roots, his family, his family history is Italian and and mine is German. So the things that I hear about come from, like, you know, my my grandmother came from northern Germany. So that was all about seafood and stuff stuff like that. It, it is interesting to me to talk about DNA 
while we talk about um, our, our geographical places, the yeah. geographics of our family. That, I didn't and think these I'd are be two th- very yeah. different things. I, you know, I was a little bummed out that it wasn't so spicy, but then when I start looking at that, it's like now I kind of want to look at you know some of these counties and stuff that that I'm not familiar with. So, you know. Michelle says, uh, oh, no, Joe's going to hate me when he meets me. I don't care what you say, buried. but when the, when the uh, Olive Garden branch was offered for, with the Tuscany menu, I thought that was a real opportunity for healing. No. <laughs> no, 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 the no. the Olive Garden brand, and and, and and I'll tell you why. Uh, Italians from the boot don't even consider Sicilians Italians, so they're <laughs> oh, okay. They're, they're like I, I, my 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 family who's Italian here in the United States doesn't consider Olive Garden Italian at all. Well, it isn't. I mean, if you came to Scranton, and Scranton has a large Italian population you know, population. Uh, there are so many family-owned Italian restaurants that have been handed down through generations oh. with recipes for generations. Um, I, I, that, that Olive Garden is like is like uh, a slap in the face. Hold really. on, hold on. Let me just say this about Olive Garden. Go Olive Garden's cuisine, and I do not say cuisine lightly, is. Mm-hmm perfect in every way for throwing in the fucking garbage it's i think we can all agree on that it's italian (laughs) fast food it's not burger king and mcdonald's have better quality food than than olive garden they just have served booze and have some fun you know well some like (laughs) 90s tacky looking quote-unquote italian decor Fuck them. Now they put the kiosk on the table so you can check yourself out and put your own order in. I, I know. It's like, I know. Fuck oh, off. I have not been there. How do you guys no. know this? Because uh, we, oh, I've been to, we, I've been to Garden in a for our twentieth our twentieth wedding anniversary that you were at. Um, one of our friends gave mm-hmm. us an Olive Garden gift card, and oh. I went there and I wasn't. I haven't had indigestion that bad since. So yeah, it was awful. Now Adam it says I could be related awful. to Caesar. Only Caesar salad. Oh, well, there you go. All right. I don't think I don't think it goes back to Julius. Well, let me just no, say the last time I've been at maybe I, Cicero. Cicero would be a, a all right. You know, Rain. Rain. Go ahead and say say your piece there, and then I got one last I, thing. I just, we're going I to just break. Feel, the last time we were at Olive Garden was before Bob's mom passed away, and it was just awful. It was really yeah. bad. It's it's not. Even, okay. I, I'll take a Big Mac any day over any item from <laughs> from Olive Garden. Yeah. So and and like I said, we have such uh, such generational family owned Italian restaurants here mm-hmm. in the Scranton. Yeah, there's a lot in other in other states and stuff. I just, yeah. I would rather go that, to a local. Same yeah. here. Oh, any day of the week. My, a friend of mine has the greatest. Uh, 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 Italian recipes from her mother and grandmother, and she has a restaurant and and yeah. hates Trump. We so have anyway, got, yeah, we got patino, Patino's around the corner from us. You know, pretty yeah, good ties up. There's a place called Peppers in Lakewood we love. It was but, almost a slap in the face when Olive Garden opened here. 
Uh, oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like who's gonna go there? But you, there are a lot of fools. It's always. But I'll jammed. tell you what. I'll tell you, that. it's I'll tell you what. Packed. I, yeah, we got to go to the break. But just just a couple things real quick. Um, I want to say. Olive Garden, they're now serving a little bit of food with their salt in Greece. Um, <laughs> and um, and also, uh, my favorite thing of Tuscany are the Tuscan Raiders from Star Wars. Anyway, we're going to go to the break. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Tuesday, February 18, 2020. Tonight, relentless rain causing more river flooding and major damage across the south. Yet another state now grappling with extreme rains and floods. Antarctica hits another record high. Trump EPA guts another public health pollution standard. Plus... I'm done with fossil fuels. We're done. CNBC pundit warns the writing is on the wall for fossil fuels. Did someone in Jim Cramer's studio have a hairball there? (laughs) Apparently. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. These stocks don't want to be owned by younger people. You're seeing divestiture by a lot of different funds. It's going to be a parade. Wow. That is that's a, a really tough stream to swim against. Start swimming, lady. This is your Green News Report. We're in a new world. They're tobacco. That's, uh, that's a rough prognosis. I'm going to think some more about that. Yeah, We're yeah watching. prognosis negative. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know how much you cannot stand billionaires, <laughs> but there is one billionaire who is now committing to give $10 billion to fight the climate crisis? Yes, uh, billionaire Jeff Bezos of Amazon announced he's pledging $10 billion to fund climate solution research grants. Kudos to Amazon employees who organized to pressure Bezos to do more on climate change. And it is great what he is doing, but it is barely a dent in his fortune. Critics also note that Bezos could make a huge difference immediately just by canceling Amazon's oil and gas contracts. Yeah, and they could start paying taxes but I guess it's better to give $10 billion to fight the climate crisis than give it to Donald Trump to drill for more oil. Meanwhile, Antarctica has done it again, breaking a new all-time high temperature record. Brazilian scientists recorded a balmy 68 degrees mm. Fahrenheit, 68, on Antarctica's Seymour Island on February 9th, breaking the previous record set just three days before. In an interview with CBS, NASA scientist Gavin Schmidt explained the heat is not just on in Antarctica, the entire planet just experienced its hottest January since record-keeping began in the 1800s. In the U.S., this is the warmest winter that we've had on record. Uh, this has been extremely warm. Records are breaking uh, across Europe uh, and in, uh, in Siberia. We're seeing massive uh, temperature changes uh, in almost all of the oceans. It's a cascading effect. One effect... A state of emergency in Mississippi in a scene that is becoming all too familiar and frequent around the United States. Weeks of relentless rains have overwhelmed flood control systems and reservoirs in both Mississippi and Tennessee, triggering the worst flooding in nearly 40 years around Jackson, Mississippi's state capital. And more rain is on the way, warns Republican Governor Tate Reeves. We do not anticipate this situation to end 
anytime soon. If you have not evacuated yet, we urge you to do so. And recovery from the floods is going to be expensive. Remember last year's record floods in the upper Midwest? I do. Those caused billions in damages and decimated farmers. In Michigan, state officials warned this week that it will cost roughly $100 million mm. to repair and upgrade infrastructure at about 40 locations around the state that were damaged by last year's long flood event. Meanwhile, the Trump EPA is trying to roll back yet another Obama-era pollution standard, even though the utility industry does not want them to. The mercury and air toxics rule has succeeded in cutting 85 percent of toxic mercury pollution emitted by coal-fired power plants, and it did it at just one-third of the projected cost. But the Trump administration is trying to permanently change how the federal government calculates the costs and benefits from pollution regulations by not including any side benefits, like when a new regulation simultaneously reduces other additional toxic pollutants. Because that would make it appear that new regulations have little or no benefits that would justify the costs to industry. So this regulation gets rid of mercury in the air and water that is severely damaging on all sorts of levels. It ended up costing much less than expected, than industry said it would. The benefits have been much higher. And now you've got the Trump administration trying to roll it back anyway, even though the industry affected by it does not want it to be rolled back. Exactly. Brilliant. The Trump EPA is trying to prop up the dying coal industry for a few more years at the expense of Americans' health. Well, who cares about Americans' health, I guess? Finally, tectonic shifts appear to be underway in the oil industry. Just days before oil giant BP announced that it's shifting strategy to diversify and cut its contribution to global warming, CNBC commentator Jim Cramer warned that he believes fossil fuels are not a good long-term investment. We're starting to see investment all over the world. We're starting to see the big pension funds saying, listen, we're not going to own them anymore. The world's changed, and we're in the death knell phase. Wow. Jim Cramer saying, get rid of your fossil fuels. Yeah. We've been telling you to sell those fossil fuels for years, and you've lost Jim Cramer, as they say. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Cause the writing's on the This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I do, because I am. <laughs> the most. The most honky. Eat your heart out to white supremacists, and guess what? I'm not reproducing, so fuck you, doubly! <laughs> uh, sick burn. All right.
right, so welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, my white brother. Yes, hello, my white sister. And <laughs> that felt really, really weird. <laughs> it felt uncomfortable. It was it really did. uncomfortable. It's like it we were having a meeting. We were, it's like we were having a meeting, and that's not good, because then I was like, oh, this shit. This is Jim. not the white power hour. How do I introduce Joe, my olive brother? So, uh, <laughs> I'll just say it like the producer did in the uh, in the Godfather. Oh, I'm Here not going to. What is I'm not going to. Voice and his Guinea charm. Oh, oh my God! Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll ride my Kraut McFriend. I am. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, see there, he is. I, I will only play the portion. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the portion that I that it would would offend me but doesn't. I'm German Irish. Well, let me tell you something, my Kraut Mick friend. I'm gonna make so yeah. much trouble for you. You won't know what it. No, I'm. I won't know what it means. Well, yeah. let me show you. Guy, same guy that was talking there <clears throat> was the producer. Yeah, yeah. You know, he says I, we're not giving him the part because it's perfect for him. It'll make him a big star, and I'm gonna ruin his career. Yeah. He comes around here with his olive oil voice and his guinea charm, and she's gone. Well, isn't I think he. Funny? Yeah. <laughs> isn't it funny that so many people came from here or came from Europe to? the states mm -hmm. and now so many of them are afraid to become uh the minority oh so scared I, think I'm about not. that for a minute i mean it's it's kind of messed up i grew up in a minority neighborhood well i know you did i mean i mean <laughs> no i didn't know that you did but i'm talking about the greater the whole you know the idea of of the fact that we've got we've got a rise in nationalism that yeah. is considered American nationalism that was based in Europe, you know, from their their parents and their parents' parents were born in Europe, and now they're here in America. And I don't think it was intentional, but now they're really scared that they might become, white people might become minority. You know, so what? It's, <laughs> they can it's fuck like, off. I know, so what? But it's really a thing that's happening, guys. It I mean, really is. It's and, so and, what? And the, it's happening. And the, and the thing is, the thing is, I almost take a certain joy in the fact that I, I'm I'm not reproducing. Obviously, you know, I'm almost fifty. So if it hasn't happened by now, folks, spoilers. Um, unless you're Trump, then that's just gross. Um, because I'm staying with the same woman. Um, uh, unlike Trump, but, uh, you know, the, the, I, I do take a certain amount of joy that, you know, it's like, well, at least I'm not, you know, uh, I found this out and I'm a little sad that it's, I'm so genetically white, <laughs> you know, I, I will be honest with you. you know? I was sad too. I because really I don't feel, I, I don't feel like those people, you know, it's like, uh -huh. it, you know, and I guess, I guess they would say, oh, it's just white guilt. It's white guilt on your part. But no, it's not white guilt. It's just yeah. that, you know, I see what these people who, who preach of, you know, purity of, you know, European purity and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm not like them. So yeah. I guess that says that, you know what? It's true. Bigotry is not inherited. It's taught. Yes. It's true. 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 
<laughs> no, but you're but, right. It's it's it is taught. I mean, and, and that's I think that's my greatest lesson, and it is fascinating because you know what, England is a great country, and I, I'm I'm happy that you know uh, you know my roots are mostly in the UK. Because, you know, I do like, you know, uh, Irish and Scottish and British culture. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess I just, you know, w- was hoping maybe there'd be a little something there. A little something. But now uh, I've got to go to Bavaria. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When you come to Scranton, I'll give you a brujol and okay. you'll feel better. <laughs> is, that a, is that like a back rub? No, it's oh a, my gosh! No, it's a food item. Yes, oh! once again, Kenny proves how white he is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I knew what it was. I was. <laughs> you, you don't know what a brujol. Describe one. Describe brujol. It well, it's a it's a pastry, right? I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a pastry. It's yeah, a you, pastry that you put in sauce. Oh my right. god! No. Did you really think it was a pastry? No, I thought it was Kenny. Yeah, I did. Oh, no, Kenny. Oh, no. That's a cannoli. Oh. Take the gun. Take the cannoli. Well, if there's more than one yeah, dessert. I, anyway, I don't know. Brujol, what is it? I don't know that. It's, it's a thinly sliced piece of, of, uh, of beef that is rolled with, uh, with uh, ground beef and various other things depending on your recipe but it's basically ground beef maybe spinach maybe a little ricotta cheese and it's rolled up in a roll it's a thin (laughs) slice of beef you roll it up you you roll the the ground beef and mixture it up and then you tie it with string and then that's plopped in the sauce you shove it in the sauce and it just marinates in there for days i want to go to there and i'm gonna take it out it's 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 delightful I'm going to jump in with the German version of it. I, I got to jump in with the German version of it. It's called Rouladen. Uh, and it's it's the very, it's a very slim, you know, just sliced thin. And then you put... It's a slender uh, piece of meat? Yes, it's like, it's it's almost paper thin. Nope. Just like Brujol. Paper thin. And then you put onions, and depending on which recipe you use, onions, um, garlic... I put mustard, uh, powdered mustard, pepper. Um, some some recipes call for pickles. Um, hey, pickles! Hey, and 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 bacon, and you roll it up and you tie it up, and then you you um, brown it on all sides, and then you cook it in beef broth for hours. Yeah, sounds and fun. Then when do you call the name? When do you call the names in, in that recipe? Rouladen. No. When With when people. do you start? When do you start calling the names in that recipe? What do you mean? It's time to. We need to do name calling. It's ten till. Oh shoot. <laughs> Joe, our guy. Track. I'm sorry. Our guy Brazil, Tuesday. Brazil and Italian and and Rouladen in German. It's, oh. oh, rolled meat is delicious. It's a pastry. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's like a Swiss cake roll made out of meat. What's made out of meat? It's a meat roll. It's a, it's a, yeah. So, uh, it's a ho-ho what's made of meat. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and, uh, Joe, are you ready to do a little bit of name calling tonight, sir? Yeah, sure, sure. Our guy Tuesday. 
want to scrant with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We can jam and joke your lives. All right, let's clown. get straight to Oops. the biscuits. I, I jumped the gun on the biscuits clip. All right. Oh, and by the way, Joe, do you know who that is? And uh, what's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? And, you know, the, the guy who says, I'm going to have to commandeer this here vehicle for clown business or whatever. Do you know what actor that was? No. Who is that? It's Sid Haig. Sid Haig has been around forever. Uh, he, he was in, um, oh, man, what was that? What was that really creepy black and white horror film from the 60s? Man, I can't remember what it was, but I'll have to look it up. They were all black and white. No, there was one that was really creepy, and it was kind of like a really, like a satanic version of the Addams Family almost. Um, Okay. Spider Baby. Spider Baby. Um, Yeah, he was in Spider Baby back in the day. But yeah, he's been in a ton of different stuff. He's been in Rob Zombie movies in the, like, The Devil's Rejects. I think that's where that clip came from for your jingle. But anyway, I just want to tell you, Joe, I watched a movie from 2015 that I'd never heard of before starring Kurt Russell. Sid Haig has a small part in it. Um, uh, oh, gosh. What's the actor? Um, uh, oh, man. What the heck is his name? Um, he, he's been in Watchmen and Aquaman and um, in The Conjuring. God, I can't remember his name. But uh, it also has... Uh, but yeah, Kurt Russell's great in it. And then it has a... a What's the David Arquette is in it, Rain? If you know the the Arquette family, but Rain, I, I do. This movie, I do. What? This movie, not for you, <laughs> but maybe for uh, Joe. It doesn't it doesn't sound. It's like it's, it's a but it's I a. I think the Arquettes are fine people. It's a western horror. Oh. With Kurt Russell, and it is called Bone Tomahawk. Bone. Oh my God. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's that's a classic. All right. It's a tomahawk what's made of bone. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. That's all, all right. I'm gonna say. So are we it, giving everybody an a, an, an Italian a thing di- tonight? A dish. A dish from your country. Well, okay? I, I thought that or since we started talking about AI, I actually started generating some AI heavy metal names. Oh you guys give them food and then I'll give them their heavy metal band name to go with it. All right. All right. I was going to go with foreign recipes, but yeah, foreign recipe. You guys yeah, give the recipes, and then I'll give them their metal band name. Okay. So um, dinner, dinner, and dinner and music. Adam, and Adam Hebert. Okay, we'll start with Adam Hebert, and I'll give oh. him. Oh, you know, I'll give Adam one of my favorite Christmas candies, Taroni. Oh, I was going to give Adam sushi. Well, you can give that to, to the next person. Well, okay. and Adam's band name, uh, AI-generated band name, is Medieval Season. Oh my God. Wow. Okay, then it's Bobber. Oh, Bobber, can I give him the food? Can I give him the food? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bangers and mash. I oh. love bangers and mash. I had them at, at Disney World once, at Old England Town, whatever. Just don't mash. Ma- just don't mash your banger in front of a Dollar Tree. Oh, Cops well. might show up. 
He doesn't have to worry about that. I know. <laughs> okay, and next is France. Oh, Bobber's Bobber's band AI. name. Bobber's band oh, name band is name. Band Sa- name. Satanic Remains. With bangers and mash. Yeah. Oh, well, Up front. It's a hot it's and sexy the, time. The, the, the opening act is bangers and mash. Okay. Francie. Give her some food. That's your food. You're, that's you. Okay. I'll, I'll give her... Um, I'm going to give Francie uh, mastazul. It's, fr- it's an egg cookie. Very and- light, big egg cookie covered with just melted sugar. And Francie's metal band name is Scent of Mantra. Oh, it sort of spoils the cookie, but okay. Sure. <laughs> you don't want a scent of mantra on that. Next, next is Heather. Oh, Heather, Heather. Um, look, I'm going to give Heather uh, sh- a schnitzel. Wiener? Uh, pork. Wiener oh. schnitzel. I think pork no, oh. schnitzel. Pork schnitzel. Okay. Yes. okay. And... And Heather's band name... It's Heather, right? Yes. Yeah, Heather's band name is Enthroned Death. <laughs> okay, then we have Jay Colley. Let's see, Jay Colley can have a... He could have a cannoli. Take All the right. gun. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Yeah, and while you're at it, rock on in your band called Evil Terror. Wow. Should I be using effects like evil terror? Yeah. That, yeah. Yes. Sorry, okay. I've been I've been a poor host. Next is cat. Oh, cat. Cat yes. gets Um, okay, let me think about this for Oh, cat. <laughs> I'm just reading the band Spaghetti names. Getting bolognese. Oh. So, it's going and uh, Kat's uh, band name is her, her AI generated metal band name is Vehement Candle. Wow. <laughs> okay, Kenny, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Sanguinage. Sanguinage? Sanguinage. What okay. Is that? It's Sanguinage? blood pudding. Jesus Christ. Oh. All right, then I give uh, my band name will my band name will be as follows: Infected Martyr. There you go. Wow. Okay, Ken Senior, um, it's your well, turn. Well, if 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 Kenny gets blood pudding, I'm going to go with Blutwurst. Wow. Ooh, what's that? Like some father, bloody, like son. Some God. bloody thing. We're not gonna. Well, he might no, like blood that. first. It's a thing. <sighs> Organ okay. meat bullshit made of boiled blood, okay. congealed blood, oh, all I that shit. Has, Fucking disgusting. Gout issues. Wow, oh, I'm still not eating. But is blood pudding bad? Anyway, all right. So you're giving that to dad. Dad, your metal band name is Vengeful Sword. There you go. I am okay. in deep trouble with dad. Okay, then there's me. So either one of you can give me. Oh. A- Oh, what did we give you? I'm gonna give you um Oh cop. Gimme give, give me a few minutes. I know I know we're right. Oh no, I wanna give Joe uh let me see, yeah, uh some you, poi. You I wanna I wanna give you Hawaiian poi. <gasps> Hawaiian poi. 
Oh, Hoy. is that anything close to Italian? No. I, I thought it was for. I thought. Well, I thought it was uh, like exotic cuisine. I didn't think it was. I thought it was regional cuisine. That's what you said yeah, in the beginning. You didn't say Italian. No, I know. No, it doesn't I, have to be Italian. No, I, I did say from your region, from your. What DNA. is that? Well, from my re that? from my region, I'll give you a full Eng English breakfast. Oh. Okay. Yeah, That's man. a good one, and it does have blood pudding in it too. So, or just beans and toast. <laughs> beans and toast. Actually, I love beans and toast. By the way. So. Okay, Michelle, I'm going to give Michelle... Uh, Hold on. Hold, I didn't give you your metal band name. Oh, well, give me my metal... Give it to me. <laughs> Rancid <laughs> Hearse. Did you catch that? No. Whoa, say that again? Rancid Hearse. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a good um, one. Okay, Michelle, I'm going to give her Chicha La Five. Oh. Okay. You know what they are? Uh, nope. No. I, I made it up. No, chichula <laughs> five. It's a chicha beans and fava beans. Oh. Dried and salted. Mm. Hot ganabs. Well, they're delicious. <laughs> Comes in a bag. Okay. It's sort of like if, if, if an Italian went to a baseball game. You wouldn't give them peanuts. Nice. You'd give them chichula five. All right. But anyway. Michelle. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a good one. This is your uh, your metal band name. Corroded Gorgon. There you go. Oh, my, oh my God. Corroded Gorgon. That's a good one. Okay, Moonmare. Uh, Rain, what's Moonmare get to eat? Rain? Yeah. Biscuits? Biscuit. Moonmare gets to eat Spotted Dick. Oh, oh! That's my classic Facebook profile image: me holding up a can of spotted dick next to my head. Oh, what a so. fun, sexy time for you! It's delicious. <laughs> what a fun, sexy time for you! You're right. <laughs> All right, my okay. oh, oh, we missed Miles though, didn't we? Oh, but oh, Moonmare needs a metal name. Moonmare needs yeah. uh, um, okay, let me see. Oh, here it is: Steel Hate. There you go. Okay. Um, Rain? Yes? I'm going to give you um, a big stick of Genoa salami. <laughs> well, hello. Thank <laughs> well, you, my friend. true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, boy. Coming and going and going and coming. <laughs> yes. We're fam. Oh, I'm sorry. We're family. Stop it. <laughs> this is almost incestual. Come on. All right. Who's it's next? Salami. Wait. So. Oh. So Rain. Your your metal band name is Cryptic Castle. Do you like that? Wow. Cryptic Castle. Cryptic Castle. Okay. I like it. Theo. Ooh. Well, give him, give him something. Yeah, go. Sauerbraten. Oh. Oh, okay. It's true. It's true. Okay. Okay. And what's his metal name? Metal name. 
Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I had to do a Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, I got it. Um here it is. Um Bewitched Skulls. There you go. I love that. It's pretty okay. good. That's my favorite name so far. Now okay. my my friend Tim Coromal. Oh, I got I'm gonna one give for him. him. I'm going to give him a good cult song. A good calzone. Calzone. All right. And here comes Tim Caramel's long-awaited metal name. It's going to be Caramel's Crimson Carnage. There you go. (laughs) Wow. And last, (laughs) but never least, Trojan Rabbit. Well, that's easy. Uh, The name of his band is going to be The Brave Sir Robbins. Bravely bold Sir Robin. Rode forth from Camelot He was not afraid to die Oh, brave Sir Robin He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken To have his kneecap split and his body burned away and his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Don't save penis in this house! All right. So... Before we go to break, we did not give Trojan an actual food. So oh. after listening to that song, I would like to give him haggis. Hey, oh, oh hey, that's oh too cruel. <laughs> that's that's terrible. <laughs> well, it um, has liver and everything else carved out. It, it, yeah, it, it's oh. got in botulism. I yeah. think he would appreciate okay. it. Uh, I, I'm just gonna. I got. I got. I got. I got. botulism. I got a clip to play for you. Holy shit! That's too cruel. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, he deserved food. He didn't deserve haggis. That's not food. <laughs> That's not food. All right, we are we're way 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 over we right now. So we got we got to go to the break. We got to go to the break. But uh, yeah, uh, let us know if there's any birthdays or anything we missed. We'll be right back with more fun. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, Fox News stuff too. We'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody every sunday and monday at 10 30 p.m eastern indie media weekly presents the sci-fi double feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre the sci-fi double feature every sunday and monday at 10 30 p.m eastern right here on indie media weekly <laughs> and now on with the show i'm german irish well, let me tell you something, my crout mick friend. I'm going to make so much trouble for you, you won't know what it is. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now, you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. 
He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet. That's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. All right, welcome back to Turn Up the White, I mean, Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. That's right, the show with the whitest guy you know. Uh, and of course, <laughs> Josie Antorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. The oilist guy you know, the oiliest guy you know. <laughs> oilist, that's awful. Oilist guy, yes. And, uh, I can, I, I've hugged Joe and he did not leave a slick on me, so that is... I uh, did not, no, 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 but I have that olive no. oil voice and that no. guinea chunk. Oh, okay, there you go. And, of course, uh, Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com, uh, helping make Turn Up the White even whiter. <laughs> all white. All, <laughs> all white, white, we are here. All white all night. It will, except for Joe. Uh, except so. for me. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's kind of olive. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. But, and we're jealous. We're jealous. So um, You should be. I, I, swarthy, I, I agree. The swarthy person. May the, may the swath be with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh so, may the, shwa- may the swarth be with you. Uh, he says nausea. 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 It wasn't nausea. It was nothing. It was nausea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Now we gotta we gotta get that. Uh, uh, let me see. Nazi producers. Yeah, there it is. Nazi <laughs> producers. There's the clip. Everybody. Here you go. Hold he couldn't even say Nazi. He would say nausea. Nausea. He wasn't nausea. He was Indeed. So, anyway, do we have any birthdays? Did we see anything uh, uh, pop up there? Francie's posted nope, a picture but, uh, in the chat. Next room. week, we have a big one coming up. Oh, yeah. Sharky. Oh. Ooh, Sharky. Oh, the Sharkinator. Three? Three years old? How old is he going to. Wow. Twa. Twa. Yes. Twa. Twa. It's true. I know that with my 16.7% German French ancestry yes and, and 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 you know that that he's three because it was three years ago we met in, uh, a, in cleveland while a murderer was loose on the streets oh yeah 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 oh, that's right there's a killer on the road that's uh, okay i went to cleveland <laughs> The murderer went to Sharky, he was born. He did. He went to Pen- Joe was going. Joe was entering Ohio. <laughs> he went passed. To Pennsylvania. He passed the murderer as the murderer was going into Erie. So. He right. He was going into Erie as I was coming well, into Cleveland. Well, yeah. You, uh, you even ate at that McDonald's too, right? No, I'm just kidding. I did. On the uh, way down. <laughs> yeah. uh, but okay, whatever that picture is, uh, uh, Francie says good gift for a baby or what? That thing is awesome. No, is that an is that a new item or is that an antique? That's really creepy and awesome. I love that kind of stuff. That looks what is that? that looks mid century. It looks like a rattle or something maybe. So it, it looks like a diseased penis. <laughs> it looks like coronavirus. Peroni's virus? What? No. No. Oh, no. Don't say penis. 
ass in this house. Oh, the coronavirus virus is no joke. <laughs> Two thousand people no, have, uh, I think have it, died. I think that whatever Francie posted is adorable. I was being an asshole. I love no, 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 no. I, was it, I wasn't trying to. Say, I wasn't trying weeble? to shame you. I was. That's something I wanted to talk about. Um, is that a weeble? It looks weeble-ish, no. doesn't it? But it's not. Oh, it looks it, a little weeble. Yeah. Weebles. No, that that's looks not like nineteen forties. That looks nineteen forties. Can, can a baby swallow that, or parts of it? I don't know. Well, it depends on how old your baby really is. Well, well they put everything in their mouth, as I understand it. I never had well, one, but. Oh, and I'm sorry. I, I was looking at my pictures that I because uh, I opened up a, a Francie's picture in a new tab. Dad had what, when we were talking about how dumb Trump is, and him trying to sound smarter. He posted a picture of him talking to uh, Angela Merkel. She has her hands over his face, and he says, "My favorite color in the alphabet is three. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Um. Uh. Oh yeah. I think that, I uh-huh. think that with the picture that Francie posted that the. I don't know if it's a toy or whatever. It's really cool. Yeah. A good gift for a baby or not, Francie knows better than me. Well, that was very cool. That was very cool. Oh, and by the way, I... Those things were probably good gifts back in the 30s and 40s. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I would... Yeah, God knows what the paint is on it now. That's something. That's something to put on a on a -a bric-a-brac shelf. There, is that what that is? That's something that I saw on the Twilight Zone. Yeah. I can imagine. There was an episode where that that was at the bottom of oh, a barrel with a bunch of other toys. Oh, is tall. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. twelve inch. That's big. Wow, that's oof. Let me see. What's this? That may be. <laughs> Back in those days, kids were not allowed to have toys. If you wanted a toy, you had to make it yourself. Go out there, carve it. During a dimension not of sight, not of sound, but of mind. <clears throat> and evil babies. And evil babies. That sounds like uh, a band name. Well, and actually, that was something else I wanted to mention because Miles was probably listening, and I had some spare band metal uh, or uh, metal band names generated by an AI forum. I thought well, he I don't might, have it. I thought he I'll might like some. Ris- I'll give him some risotto with it. I thought he might like this one, uh, "Acts of Anger." So that's "Acts of Anger," A C T S of Anger, and Axe. and it almost sounds like "Acts of Anger," like it would be a weapon. But also, uh, you know, uh, uh, Miles often says, uh, you know, anger gets shit done. So "Acts of Anger." There you go, Miles. There it is. So anyway, uh, but yeah. So uh, I want to get to uh, Trump and Fox News and how uh, this. Obviously, we've known for a very long time that the opinion shows on Fox are definitely all you know rings on Trump's fat fingers, on his baby hand fat fingers, right? We know that he's got a Hannity ring. He's got a Carlson ring. He's got a, you know, Ingram ring, Lou Dobbs, you know, all, all these people over at Fox news. He, he's got them, you know, uh, wrapped around his, is tiny, tiny digits, right? 
Well, um, typically, if somebody says something on a panel on one of the news shows, something like what I'm about to play you doesn't happen. This is uh, Jessica uh, Tarlov, who's uh, she's a Democrat, and she was on Fox News with uh, Sandra Smith, and I forget the the guy's name. Uh, it, it, but it's it's like their their kind of roundtable news discussion. It's not the five. It's not outnumbered. It's like supposed to just be a panel. Like CNN has panels all the time with all you know. MSNBC, they, they all do. But this is, you know, yes, there are people who identify as right, there are people who identify as left, but when you hear, and this has to do with the, the Mayor Pete Rush Limbaugh thing. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Jessica Tarlov, at one point, and it's kind of a long clip, but wait for Jessica Tarlov to fucking... Do a little bit of Rex Quando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. And then see the reaction. And see the reaction immediately from Sandra Smith. And you will see the new direction of state-run media. It's my prediction. I'm, I, I, I hope I'm not prescient. Prescient! But I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of this kind of blatant bullshit. So again, it's about, uh, 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 it has some audio in it from Chris Wallace when he had uh, Pete Buttigieg on talking about the attack of uh, Limbaugh and potential attack of Donald Trump against him for being in a committed, you know, same-sex marriage. And then the reaction from the, the, the conservatives on the panel. And then Jessica Tarlov, and then the chastising. Wait for it. All right, speaking of other candidates, let's move on to Pete Buttigieg because he went on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace over the weekend defending his marriage uh, because he has received a lot of criticism. Here he is. I am in a... Okay, just that language real quick. Defending his marriage. I'm, I'm glad you pointed defending that out. Defending his marriage. Like, okay, how about... Defending himself against the attacks of Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. That's the that's what he needs to defend against. He doesn't need to defend his marriage. How insane is that? How insane is it that that if if you one of us, one of us went somewhere and we were asked to defend our marriage, we'd be like Fuck you! What the fuck are you talking about, you insane person? But, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that, he that's was on. He was on Chris that's... Wallace defending his marriage. No, he fucking wasn't. No, he was defending he was against not. a right wing attack for a Trump bobblehead. And that right there is is. I'm glad that you pointed that out because right there is where Fox comes down to. This thing happened over here, and they twist it yeah. to say he's defending his marriage. Yeah, That's so, the dishonesty of it. it. Oh, it's so ugly. So whatever we hear from here on, you know, whatever we hear next, it's based on a misrepresentation Misinformation. of yeah, the it's, truth. It, it's, it's, it's disinfo. It's yeah. meant to deceive. So, um, yeah. so anyway, so now we'll, we'll get back into what Mayor Pete said. 
defending himself against the filthy attacks of a racist, homophobe, sexist piece of garbage known as Rush Limbaugh, and some say a pedophile. A faithful, loving, committed marriage. I'm, I'm proud of my marriage, and I'm proud of my husband. And I'm not going to be lectured on family values from the likes of Rush Limbaugh or anybody who supports Donald J. Trump as the moral as well as political leader of the United States. He was responding to Rush Limbaugh's criticism that his same-sex marriage and his youth, his age, could uh, be an obstacle for voters in Bullshit. the election. Not his age. Think about the fact that uh, Pete yeah. Buttigieg did well in New Hampshire. All right, I'm going to pause it again there because... <laughs> No, it wasn't about his age. Oh, no, I, I know. I know why you're laughing. I know why you're laughing. responding to what they said. It, it wasn't right? about his age. It was nothing in there was about his age. He might have wanted, you know, I mean, maybe that was a, an off the cuff thing. But I mean, you know, that wasn't. That was like, oh, kissing his husband. Can you imagine Mr. Man Donald Trump, which totally isn't gay yeah. to call him Mr. Man. Um, Has anybody seen um, Trump kiss Melania ever? Ever? No, I've seen him kiss his daughters. Well, it's it's what I'm asking is a really honest question. I've yeah. never seen him kiss her. So anyway, so anyway, so another lie, another another lie there. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah. So Sandra Smith, you know, uh, well that now it's the panel. The panel's talking, and and Jessica Tarlov will come in here in a moment because republican areas and republican voters turned out and suggest that maybe he won those votes so there's certainly uh much range of where republicans think about uh buddha judge uh, his challenges is that now there's going to be a series of states where republicans don't get to come in and help him win mm. and as Super Tuesday in particular, he and A.B. Klobuchar will, uh, would do anything to get the kind of attention that Bloomberg's getting with his money and that Sanders has because he's already won, won, run once before. Jessica. So notice that the Republican on the panel doesn't want to talk about what the substance of the criticism mm -hmm. was, which was a homophobic comment made by Rush Limbaugh there. It's really interesting to me as someone who is an open advocate, obviously, for same-sex marriage, which is now the law of the land. Um, thankfully, a lot of work there by Joe Biden to do that. But you, when you hear these criticisms from the right, and this has been consistent even going from Bill Barr saying that progressives or the secular left are more, uh, responsible for the moral decay of the country. And you mm. see a loving Oops. monogamous couple like Pete Buttigieg and Chaston, his husband, up there showing what is possible, that someone who is in a same-sex relationship could be running for president and doing this well. And then they're torn down by Rush Limbaugh, who's been married four times, I think. We have Donald Trump three times married, uh, cheated on all of those wives, and you hear Let's these... not bring in personal relationships, but, but, they, we could, but we this could, is personal. What? We could say exactly what it is that Rush Limbaugh says so that is, it's fair in the conversation here. On his radio show, he said a gay guy, 37 years old, loves kissing his husband on debate sta stages. Can you see Trump have fun with that? Let's not bring... Well, let's not bring personal relationships into this. That's what this whole fucking thing is about. Is that you just said Sandra Smith on Fox News, the fucking pro-Trump propaganda bullshit state-run media garbage machine. You just said, oh, well, he was, uh, um, uh, Mayor Pete had to defend his marriage from Trump and Limbaugh. 
his personal relationship, you said he had to defend it, which he did not have to defend no. it. He had to defend against an attack against it. And then, when a, a stated fact, not an opinion... Not, uh, not, not, you know, we all know Trump's cheated on his wives. We know that. Uh, it's everywhere. Plural. Wives. He every one of them. Wives. Every one of them. He's cheated on all of his wives. Let's not bring, per hold on a second. Why would you even bring up somebody's marriage if they didn't do something wrong to someone? I think it's fair to bring up a politician or a famous person's infidelity. Um, and I guess, you know, it's because you're part of, you know, it's part of the public eye and, and you know, and I don't know, whatever. I, maybe it's not important. I don't know, because I said it wasn't important back in the day with, with uh, uh, you know, Clinton. But when you bring up somebody's marriage, just as a an institution as a relationship and you bring it up as if it's there's something wrong with it it is perfectly rational and reasonable to bring up the people who are defending that statement or making that statement and say why do i want to look to you for morals when you can't even adhere to the morals you espouse it's fair to point out hypocrisy when the right wing went after Clinton, we were never the party of family values. We were never the ones who were, you know, you know, oh, Jimmy Swaggart, he's a right winger. Newt Gingrich, he's a right winger. You know, I mean, you know, Trump, Limbaugh, Reagan, you know, I mean, fuck these guys. People should be reminded that Reagan actually was married twice. Jane Wyman, his first wife. So... Is for, I it, don't care. I don't care how many times people are married or not married. Just don't use that. But they're the ones who don't are constantly. Use it as a way to put yourself. You know, when you're a politician, yeah. to say I'm morally superior. To what? Other yeah, people. That, and that's what I'm saying. Is they're the ones who are constantly going after our side. Oh, Obama has a. You know, he had a gay lover that he had killed. Or oh, Michelle's Which he didn't. a Michelle's a man. Or oh, well, Which you know, there isn't exactly. You know, they make up all this shit. But God forbid you point out an actual fact on Fox News, Joe. And they're like, "Don't let's not bring up people's personal relationship." Well, that is what you're saying. You're saying Pete Mayor Pete had something to be felt. You know, he felt he needed to defend about his marriage, not the attack on it. But don't bring that up. Don't bring up actual facts. You I don't know. even know why they even brought up Amy Klobuchar in that clip. But I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, I missed that part. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Uh, this is what's going to happen. This is going to be their their approach if Buttigieg gets the nomination. Yeah, their approach is going to going to be a an undercurrent campaign. They're not going to come out right and say, "Oh, can't elect a gay guy." You know, they're not going to say that. They're going to do the southern strategy, but uh, homophobic. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to they're going to use the code, the code words, the code things. He likes to kiss his husband on stage. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll go you one step better. Oh, uh, his name is 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 uh, Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. You know that it, it's it's that that subtlety. You know that Otherism. that's what they're going. Now, what they're going to do, actually, <clears throat> I don't know. I do not know Pete Buttigieg's personal life. I don't know. I don't know when he came out of the closet. I want to make this really clear, but they are going to find somebody who Pete Buttigieg kissed, who was a woman, back in high school or back in college. I wouldn't be surprised. Do you, do you understand what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, you're, yeah. It's that filthy what they're capable of. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the playbook that Karl Rove gave yes. the Republicans. Yeah. With with you know John McCain and oh my God, John McCain has a black baby. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So and John Kerry, the swift voting campaign. Don't tell me Karl yes. Rove wasn't involved yes. in that. Um, well, let's go all the way back to to Muskie's Manchester letter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, these dirty, <laughs> these dirty tricks, these these uh, subtle misinformations, the innuendo. You know. Oh, I, you know mm-hmm. what? Before it's all over, Buttigieg will have AIDS. Why? Because he's gay. Yeah. And doesn't everybody? Well, you know what I mean. I mean, this I know. Is where we're going. I know. Oh yeah, that's this absolutely. Is where, this is and where I, the Republican. Um, I, I could say the Republican Party, but when you get, I'm going to bring up Karl Rove again because he was the guy who did all this kind of. Um, what what what's the word? What's the word, guys? The, the disinformation. Yeah, disinformation is is the perfect word because it's it's not even misinformation, which is like something that's misquoted or misreported it's disinformation it is yeah. dishonest Paul yeah. Rove was the one who really really perfected this yeah i know what you're talking about when it comes to musky i i know that i mean that's goes to atwater and all this stuff but after after we got rid of the fairness doctrine carl rove took it to a whole new level and mm-hmm. and we're in deep doo doo. We are. Well, you know what? I've been. Ha- I I watched something today on YouTube, and I had major deja vu in, in about where we are in America right now. And I think I found an essential part of the playbook, and it's something I've talked about on the show. Not super lengthy, but something very important that I think um, uh, is. It's like it's almost like it's the blueprint for what's going on right now with uh, uh, you know uh, the the right demonizing the left. So, but we'll, we'll get to that little cliffhanger there for you. And also, when we come back, I'm going to give the DNA results for Tennessee from 23andMe. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they're like he's a cat. He's uh, yeah. comes from Catland. 90, 99.999% cat land. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, when we come back, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to share my, my theory with you guys. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's about something that's already happened. And I think we're seeing things repeat, which are ugly and weird and stupid, but it's still a very important time in our history. 
and you will know all when we return from turn up the night or from this break uh when we return to turn up the night after this break friends here's some exciting news everybody i know you can believe in yourself if you believe in yourself you will know how to turn up the night with kenny pick Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week 
admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, London and Ireland and Dublin. Uh, you know, or, yeah, I, I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> thank you, London. And thank you, Dublin. So, I try to do that, you know. Uh, and also, thanks to the unassigned uh, uh, heavy metal band name. Uh, here it is. Wait, wait a minute. Sordid sins. <laughs> yeah. Sordid sins. So. A sordid or sordid? Sordid. Sordid as like oh, their. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Sordid sins. Like Because, you know, cause, you know Stanky. Like sins those. are like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. Unless you just decide, you know, unless it's premeditated, then you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. So. That would uh, be an assorted <laughs> sin. <laughs> huh? That wouldn't be an assorted sin. <laughs> well, no, no, that would be, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 there a you deliberate. go. A deliberate sin, yeah. Yes. It would be a sordid sin. Oh, there's a, yes. man. There, oh, there's another good one on here, too. Uh, acid sphere. Acid sphere. A sphere of acid. That's scary. Nobody wants to deal with a sphere of acid. So, what kind of gloves do you wear for that? Uh, so anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the program. Um, glad you guys, uh, are here with me. Uh, rain. I know you and Bobber are off this Friday. Miles and Michelle are going to join us. It should be fun. And, uh, but I hope you, you guys have a great time on Friday. Um, you are going to do We're going. Uh, a thing. We are actually going to, um, Carl Frisch's birthday. Okay. We're gonna sing. We're gonna sing. We're gonna do karaoke. Sweet Caroline. Probably not because no. it's at a gay bar. Okay, so which is a we we've been there before. It's the most awesome gay bar ever. Love Shack, baby. Yes, tin roof rusted. Tin rust. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're gonna go hang out with Carl Fresh. Well, that's very fun. So uh, I, I wasn't sure if it was Frisch's birthday or if it was the trip to New York. You already did the trip to New York, right? Or no? No, the trip to New York is a... <laughs> I can't remember. The, you, God, I know, I know. God, we you're do, globetrotters. We, we are. The trip to New York is in April. Yeah. Beginning of April. Oh, okay. All right. So that's a ways so, off. It's a ways off. And then, so. and then the trip to um, the trip to Europe 
is in September. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's a ways oh. off, too. But, uh, but oh, yeah, and uh, Michelle says, a sphere of annihilation is even scarier. Let's see if it's even scarier. Sphere of <laughs> annihilation. Yeah, that's oh. definitely scary. So... I, I kind of, I, I really, really want for you to bring little Jeffy out when you do that. Sphere of annihilation. I pitched myself down a little bit too. Now the, the kids don't like little Jeffy. I know, but I do. I, I'd have to go out the back and dig them up, and well, at first I got, I, I put like a huge stack of cinder blocks on top of where I buried them, and. Uh, <laughs> And I put him, and I dug, I dug down like, I dug, I seriously dug like seven feet. And it was tough getting through the clay. You know, I found a little bit of, there was a little bit of sandstone, but fortunately I could use those for pavers for the, the patio. Uh, so, but I got the pavers out, dug down, cut through some tree roots. Um, then I put him in the bottom of uh, one of those uh, big five gallon buckets and uh, I filled that with quickcrete. Let that dry out in the sun for about a week, I think. I made sure, you know. Um, and I also, uh, just in case, he might have had like a little knife or something on him. I, I actually wrapped the outside in like six layers of duct tape. So, and then when I did that, I dipped the whole thing into resin. So it was like a, a solid waterproof seal as well. Because it, yeah. I figure if, if he can live from being under the compact cement... I want it to be water watertight on the bottom so he doesn't get any moisture and maybe he'll just dehydrate to death. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to really irritate everybody. And then and then I put put him in like six like totally non biodegradable heavy duty hefty bags, uh, and I put more duct tape around that just to be safe. And then um, then I put them in the hole. I, they made the hole extra wide, so I poured in another like six bags of quickcrete. Yeah. And then poured quickcrete over the top. Then covered that up with you know a little bit of soil and like a stack of I don't know six so uh, six. Let me uh, I think about eighteen cinder blocks on top, and then a little little vase with a flower in it. Yeah. So is he there? Uh, he's he's not in the house right now. He's under yeah. He's down there. He's like down like under all that no, shit. And I, I, I meant in the house. No, no, no. He's in he that hole. That get, I, get, get, he could easily get away. I, um, I I think I took all the precautions I needed to take. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Guess what? Huh. He didn't do half as much damage as Bar has. Well, he just, did just perjure playing. himself just... about Ooh. Russia to Al Franken yeah. before we decided that Al Franken... I'm um, just saying, Yeah, I think that he should be... I know that's like 500 levels of stuff, but I'm just saying. Oh, oh kitties. <laughs> did you hear the kitty? There, there was, what was that? Wow. That was a wow. kitty. Which kitty was that? I think that was Tennessee or Timby getting scared oh. by one or the other. Like, they sneak up on each other, and they're like... And they're still not, like, super friendly. Doctor and Tennessee <laughs> get along just fine. Timby and Tennessee get along pretty well. And Jeliza Rose is still the whole Yeah. Oh. Like, wow! 
The doctor was like... So anyway, my point is... All right. Um, Bill Barr, Jeff Sessions. Y'all figure it out. Yeah. But uh, but Michelle said, you were so mean to little Jeffy. Oh, my God. Really? Are you serious? I mean, I, I, I can't, I'm keeping him safe from all of the elements. I was good friends with him. I, we didn't get along very well. I no. Was, when I no, say good friends, I, not friends, but I knew how to work that little bugger. He called me a so-and-so. <laughs> I knew Joe, how to been called work worse. that little bit. He called me a dirty hippie. I didn't like that. Ah. Take that as a... I'm 100% European. How dare he call me a hippie? Well, bring him uh, back. Now that you know that you're 100% European. That's a lot of work. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, let me get to my theory. <laughs> let me get to my theory about um, what this is very similar to. Again, I had deja vu when I was watching uh, YouTube. Vox has a very good YouTube channel, right? And uh, one of their producers, content you know, creators, is doing uh, a series on music censorship and had a really great video. And this is something I've talked about before, about the PMRC. And being a huge fan of, of heavy metal uh, and seeing people like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister or... You know, and and give credit to uh, Frank Zappa uh, for for going up, and John Denver went, uh, you know, to a, a, a hearing uh, with you know, in uh, Tipper Tipper Gore, of course, you know, and a whole bunch of right wingers and evangelicals hopped on this bandwagon to come at uh, music a certain kind of music, primarily heavy metal music in the beginning, to say that it was the moral decline of the nation, that it was satanic. The, all of this stuff was satanic. They had a they had a list of songs that were of the top offenders, and they, they created, like, ratings for, for the songs. One was O, and you know what O stood for on a heavy metal song? Either one of you guys oh, know or oh, want to guess? Oh, 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 oh. No. Occult. If, really? Yes, they had a category for occult. Okay. And the reason um, why I think this is I important. I didn't know that. The reason why I think this is important to what's going on now is that the patterns are there from what happened with the demonizing of heavy metal musicians, kids who listen to heavy metal, blaming crimes on heavy metal. Blaming moral decay on heavy metal. That is exactly what's going on on a broader scale with Republicans going against anybody who is a Democrat, a socialist, a Democratic socialist, a leftist, a moderate, anything like that. You, we are part of the moral decay. We don't believe in God. No leftist believes in God. God is on our side. God put Trump in the White House. He's the anointed one, you know? And and what so what I'm yeah. saying is that same fucking mentality that went on then to appeal to simplistic, lazy, irresponsible people who didn't want to control the content that came into their household, you know, for their kids. You know, I mean that idiot 
Tipper Gore bought the soundtrack for Purple Rain for her daughter and was offended that, you know, Darling Nikki was on there about, you know, masturbating with a magazine or whatever. But, hey, Tipper Gore, did you happen to fucking look and see that the soundtrack from the movie was from a rated R movie, you dipshit? I had such oh, that's a, a... That's a good point. Yeah, I, I you know, so, 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 but anyway, I don't want to get too much into the weeds on that, but this is a cut-and-paste mentality, from then, and I know it didn't start there because it goes back to like the Red Scare and and, and all of that. Uh, but this is a cut and paste mentality from that, which I witnessed unfold in real time, being like, "Oh my God!" You know, just as a young kid, they think I'm an evil murderer because I listen to heavy metal music. That's what they're doing now. The globalists, the socialists, when they say that, they mean we're, they fucking think that we're all cultists, devil worshipers, you know, sacrificing babies. They truly think we are the new heavy metal on the left. We're the new fucking heavy metal. Every sin in this world, they're saying, comes from us. And they are the ones who've put themselves up on fucking marble pillars of morality. And you go on to Fox News and bring up Trump cheating on his wives. Uh, 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 don't bring up personal uh, relationships. Well, you just brought up Mayor Pete's. Your buddy uh, Limbaugh and Trump brought it up. But that's what it is. That's what it is all over. It's like, if you are not, you know, one of these... And the, and, and the crazy thing about it is the evangelicals have been working so hard to, to crystallize one half of the political spectrum that they were working with Democrats and Republicans during the, this whole music you know, demon devil music thing. You know, they were working on a with on a bipartisan thing. Tipper Gore. You know, and, and now they fucking landed on the Trump cult side, and they're like, okay, perfect. The demonization of anyone who is not us is now in full effect, and we will take it. We'll use disinformation. We'll use smears. We'll use lies. We'll use everything we can to make them look like. Satan is the fucking head of their party. And they've done it very well. So, I don't know. Is it is this a conspiracy theory or do you think there this is grounded in reality? Well, I don't think it's conspiracy theory. I think it's it is it's grounded in reality, but it's also just a continuation of um, the motion oh, gosh the MPAA, MPAA. In, the Hayes Code the Hayes Code yeah uh, oh, yeah but was there such a public outrage with um I don't think the hearings were as as spoken about in public and things like that. And I, I think that the PMRC thing, but you're right. Yeah, it, the Red Scare rating films, 
you know, movies, even more modern video games, stuff like that. It's been going on for a while. But I think what what I'm saying is all of that, that culmination, they finally put that mentality on a political party completely. That we are devil worshipers. We are the moral decline. It's not just music. It's not just movies. It's not just, you know, you know, piss Christ, you know, uh, the, you know, art display in a New York gallery or whatever. Um, you know, it's, it's all of us. It's all of us. And then the, the enabling aspects of this are people like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, big pals, uh, Hillary Clinton, whatever. But they ignore the parallels on their side when it comes, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, well, it was only the Clintons. It was only the Clintons. No, no, no. It was it was Trump. Uh, Trump hung out with Jeffrey Epstein, too. So, uh, but, yeah. the, the, I mean, the Comet Pizza thing was the perfect example of there's a satanic murder cult. They're killing babies in the basement of Comet Pizza. Basement that didn't exist. All lies, just like the lies that went out. Oh, there's a satanic cult that's killing kids down the road, and they listen to Black Sabbath and Motley Crue. Let's go get them, you know? Basically, what I think they've done is the evangelicals have tested the waters on a smaller scale and a slightly bigger scale and a slightly bigger scale after that, and they've gotten to the point where, where this, this political evangelical movement you know, Red Scare, movies, music, every art, uh, video games, all of that. They finally found a fucking, you know, airstrip on which to land, and it's the Trump cult. And and, and they'll ignore it, it, and they've gotten a superpower of being able to have all the scandals they could they they would want all the live long day on their side. But it never affects them. They just project onto us and say we're the indecent ones, we're the criminals, we're the crooks, we're the 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 demon worshippers and the baby killers or whatever. But no, you know it, it, it's it's an it, and again it's an alternate fucking reality. But I, I think that that's where we are. Is that these phony you know uh, you know the evangelicals or charismatic. Uh, Christianity churches, the mega churches, all that—they got their fucking meat hooks on on the on the wagon train, and they're not letting go. And and, and their messaging is is more blatant and and disgusting than ever. And it's uh, so I don't know. And I want to you know this is just something I've been thinking about a lot. So Joe, what do you think? Oops, I agree 100%. This is their MO. They've been doing this for a long time, and now they have, uh, like you said, they've they've done this in many ways, and now they've done it to our politics. Yeah. that's That was a, a natural progression. You know, they did it to our politics now. They did it to everything, and now it's our politics that is d- demonic. The very, the very idea that you would want uh, Medicare... Uh, to be available to everybody or to have, you know, uh, health insurance for everybody is in itself demonic because it comes from us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know. So it's and, it's almost yeah. like they're they're trying to say <clears throat> socialism equals Satanism, which is so insane. You know, but it's effective. It, but but it's and, effective. and again, not to put down Satanists because actual Satanists are really cool people. Their version of Satanism is basically like you go home, you know, every day. You wake up in the morning. You burn a baby. Uh, you you know have sex with five hundred you know people of the same sex and then you know burn more babies and go on a murder spree before you you know call it a night. You know they 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 really fucking believe that we're all just running the streets. You know oh you're up to oh oh they're so evil those satan satanic socialist communists. Maoist, you know, just everything. If it has ist at the end, they'll fucking throw it in just because, you know, eh. Because that's how I was taught. And it's another kind of bigotry, honestly. If we want to talk, go back to bigotry not being inherited, but taught. You know, m- my bigotry is towards people that I think should fucking know better for saying stupid shit and lying and harmful shit. That's, that's where I... My, uh, absolutely I have a bigotry towards shit like that but you know just because somebody is a slightly different political stripe well guess what right wingers even Trump cultists you all I mean there are some Trump cultists out there who think libertarians are Satanists but those libertarians are just cuddling right up to them and those those Dixiecrats or Southern Democrats or whatever you fucking call yourself you, you say you voted for Obama and then you voted for Trump well, what, where the hell do they, you know, the, those people don't love you. They don't trust you. They don't look at you as if you have value, except an, as, a, as a number. Uh, it's pathetic. But anyway, I know we got to wrap things up, but I really feel like this is just, just wash, rinse, repeat. But that spin cycle this time is really fucking long. You know, to go with the washing machine analogy, wash, rinse, repeat, spin cycle. Um, but no, I, I really feel like that, you know, uh, they, uh, they've perfected this kind of messaging. They've crystallized it with Trump and now they can do anything, but we could give, you know, we could give $5 to charity and they say they would say we did it in the name of Satan, you know. Yeah, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. <coughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me, by the way, with all of my wacky whims tonight on the program. Uh, yeah. I- go ahead. All right. No, just fuck them. Fuck them all. Here's the thing. My parting shot right now Rain. is that the media... Your parting shot. Oh, did I, did I speak too soon? No, no, it's fine. I, I was just I was just trying to, like, go, Rain! Parting shot. Like, just trying to squeeze it in real quick and make it more exciting for the folks on the way out. That's all. Yay, exciting. My parting shot is that right now, I have not decided who I'm going to vote for. But my parting shot is fucking do hashtag... Warren president because the media is trying to erase her 
You don't yeah. have to vote for her. You don't even have to be her supporter. Just fucking make sure that she gets into this race. Because, oh my God, Bloomberg is terrible. He is terrible. And my parting shot, he's, he's really terrible. Yeah. Just stop being afraid. Stop being afraid of of all these things that because we got a lot of stuff coming at us. But Bloomberg is the worst. And stop settling, folks. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Your parting shot, my brother, my uncle. Or brother, uncle. And Oops. also, go Amy. Go Amy, yeah. Seriously, seriously. It's I like agree. all these things. I got, just, I had a cough in my throat. But it's okay. Bloomberg is, is really, he's terrible. He is. He absolutely he is. should not be the person that you run to because you're afraid of, of getting Trump out of office. Bloomberg yeah. literally should run as a fucking Republican because yeah. he's run as Republican in the past. Absolutely. Uh, but Joe, are you back? Did we Joe? lose Joe? What the heck's going no, on? And my, oh, there I escaped out for a minute. Okay. Oh, okay. I had to switch uh, routers here because my one route, I don't know, I was Skyping out. Not Anyway, you know, things were different back in 1915. Oh, and, things were different back in 2015, but... Yeah, but but just listen to this. Rosie wants $5,000 as poultice for her heavy, aching heart. Poultice. Girl employed in Linden Street lunchroom denies right of betrothed to change his mind at the last minute. <laughs> okay, so... This is from February 17, 1915, Scranton Times. Broken heart caused partly by the sight of her lover leading another to an altar and partly by the fact that she expended some real money for her trousseau are among the reasons given for the $5,000 breach of promise suit filed yesterday afternoon by Rosie Progorovich of South 7th Street against John Shangyak, a minor, also of South 7th Street. Oh, boy. Shang Yak, who's 22 years old, first popped the question October 20th when Ms. Progorovich recovered sufficiently to acquiesce. In other words, she accepted, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She decided that her marriage would be married, made more romantic by having the bonds of matrimony sealed on Christmas morning. Everything went smoothly until a few days before the eventful occasion when Shang Yak called and moved for a continuance. Uh -oh. <laughs> I didn't know you could. For a continuance on a wedding vow. The marriage was then postponed till February 11th. Miss Progorovich had everything prepared with friends. Oh, I think you Skyped out. Everything prepared for friends is what we last heard. What are we going to... What next? Well, um, I don't know. I did look up what poultice meant. A poultice uh, is a soft, moist mass, often heated and medicated, and it's spread on a cloth and placed over the skin to treat an aching, inflamed, or painful part of the body. Joe, are you back? 
Oh. And Wyoming Avenue. Man, it was a <laughs> Oh, man. We lost you for like 30 seconds. We, what, what was the last thing? It uh, did. Yeah, I was like, where'd you go? Where'd you go? But yeah, and then you're like, on something avenue. And then you're back. Okay. All right. Skyping out. Where did All I right. leave off? Uh, well, what did I say, Rain? with moist, moist towels. No, 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 and... no. That was mine. Uh, I was talking about poultice. Uh, oh. Well, well, we lost Joe. Poultice is a moist, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just back it up. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm just the the. Here. Okay, so I I forget where you left off, but uh, just just back up to like right I where can't, I can't hear it. Oh, you can can you hear me? Can hear us. All right, I'm just gonna go in until Joe gets back. I'm hearing Michael like Bloomberg is every terrible. Third, fifth word. Michael Bloomberg okay. is terrible. All right, Joe. Okay. Joe, can you hear me now? Uh, it's all I'm gonna. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, I'm not gonna go through all that again. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll try it again on Friday. I had a. No, Let's switch over. Isn't, isn't working. Yeah, well, that's but, uh, what we're gonna switch. Uh, we're gonna who, yeah. No matter who. Go ahead. This is a lot of sketchy. Joe. Yeah, I, I'm here. I think. Yeah, you, you just keep you just keep cutting out. We got we got to wrap it up. It, yeah, I can, but every time you talk, need, for, need, yeah, we're 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 gonna switch to something for Friday, folks. Uh, we're we're gonna change things up. Uh, but anyway, we we got to wrap things up right now. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe, you weren't able to get all that out, but uh, we'll make it up on uh, Friday. Sorry. We'll make it up on Friday. So, uh, oh yeah, that's what we're going, we're starting to, we're going to discord on Friday. So we'll talk about it, but anyway, everybody have a great night. Uh, and again, goodbye from the white, whitest guy, you know, that's it over and out rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at?